Johnny. Do you want to go to an ice cream social? Yeah, I'd love to. Great, let's go. Another episode of Matt Mattingly's Ice Cream Social sitting across from me is Paul Mattingly. Across from me, it's Mr. Matt Donnelly. On the knobs and dials, Jacob the audio guy. Hey guys. We're preaching fun. We're not preaching fun, we were eating cheesecake. Oh, so good. Salt Lake Scoop. Holy fuck. Oh. Holy fuck, this cheesecake is good. That cheesecake dough. And I gotta tell you that most oh. of the time, people, when people send us anything that is assembly required, we throw it right in the garbage. <laughs> we do not, we don't put jack shit together. That's true. Even um, uh, 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 we got a lot of furniture gifted to us from IKEA oh, that just yeah. went right into the disposal. It's right into the dumpster, it's just right we in the garbage disposal. We, we just took it piece it. by piece. Yep, just right yeah. in Jacob's garbage Ch- disposal. Churned it up slowly. It Is took... that what happened to my garbage disposal? <laughs> yeah, that's part of it. It's that's filled. Part of it's it. filled with Swedish wood. Yeah. Oh, yep. <laughs> oh, so much. Once had a shelf, or should I say, I shoved it in the disposal. That explains why I can only get meatballs down there now. <laughs> Much like the, uh, this is a reach. Much like the chicken in the Muppets Kitchen, it's filled with Swedish wood. Ah! Right. It was a reach. It was a reach. Who's a more famous Swede than the Swedish chef? That's what I need to know right now. Wait, is it Bjorn sh- Borg? Bjorn Borg. Uh, Disagree. Just, just like the ball boys at Wimbledon, it's filled with Swedish wood. No, I think no, sweet. Not. I think Swedish Chef is it. Swedish Wait, chef is, is Swedish it. Chef the one that has chickens? I thought Gonzo had the chickens. I didn't see. That's where it was a reach, right? Yeah. I almost said Beaker, but that's not Beaker. It's Bonson and Beaker. Gonzo Swedish has Chef chickens. usually worked alone. He has. I don't know. Wait, I think there were. Gonzo wait. has one chicken, Camilla, that he loves. Right. He's not like a just random chicken fucker. So the but chef if you, just read, fucks you read all the, the, fish. the oral history, uh, Camilla was fucking a lot of the cast members behind. <laughs> Let's fill <laughs> the why Muppets oral dishing, history. Why are we dishing dirt on the who, what Muppets were fucking who? Uh, That's horrible. They all have hands up their asses. I mean, well, <laughs> except sweetness. Nobody, nobody had a hand of sweetness. Uh, that's where you're wrong. You apparently did not get to that chapter. Sweetness a, and Big Bird. It's a tiny hand. No. Um, uh, Sweetums. We hear you, Sweetums. That's his name. Not yeah. Sweetness. Sweetums. You, he, oh, you, Sweetums. Sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. That was not a giant. giant that was not. A, that was a, Sweetums. That was to take a, a large hand and go mm. Sweetums. Yeah. Uh, All hands on dick. All hands on dick. We have a, there's another voice Who's here dick? in the, in the uh, studio. And of course, that's our very special guest. Don't fuck it up. Oh man, Paul oh, Mattingly. Paul fucked thing. it up. Paul Mattingly thing. just eating cheesecake, not giving a shit about the bits. Oh, not giving a what? shit. What? We've had one bit since the beginning. <laughs> what? Oh, it's Jacob. Hey, fuck. Keep eating. Look, man. We'll edit that out. It'll, be, it'll me, be seamless. You can't let me go all sugar coma here. This is too good. <laughs> Jacob be- has been practicing his art of burlesque. Yep. It's pretty amazing. It's pretty much perfected now. It's close. We yeah. have we have burlesque artiste. Artiste. I like artiste. that. Artiste. Artisanal. We have an artisanal. We have an artisanal burlesque performer. She's surrounded in seeds. Seeds and dry flour. <laughs> she's crusty. <laughs> <laughs> she's an artisanal. Uh, Kitchy Koo is in the studio Woo. with us. Kitchy Koo, That's what she sounds like. That is what I sound like. Now, we have, of course, there's a contingent that always laughs that we do have an audio-only podcast and we keep having attractive women in studio. Welcome yep. to the continuation of that shit. That is that is the continuation of that shit. 
And by Paul's that, microphone is a foot above his head right now, so that he can more easily eat cheesecake. But so I don't. So I'm not eating on the mic, man. Some people are like, "Ooh, don't you ever eat on the mic?" Because I eat on the mic on other podcasts, and it drives people insane. Uh, <laughs> He's just like coming up at it like Jaws. Like, no, I'm, yeah. trying, I'm trying not to eat on it. It's like it's like it's like it's like we own a talking fish. <laughs> hey, why don't we own a talking fish? Hey. He's, hey, um, he's coming to the top of the aquarium to speak. Guys, um, could we do something about this skeleton and the, the <laughs> treasure chest? What about it? Well, it, it, it? Every two seconds of fucking bubbles. Yeah. I can't get a wink of sleep. Come but on. It, it helps filter the water. Bullshit. It maybe aerates it. It maybe puts a little bit of extra oxygen in there, but it doesn't filter shit. <laughs> fucking skeleton. He got more mold on him than my dead aunt. <laughs> oh, I was going to get her out of there, by the way. Yeah, please. <laughs> it's been four weeks. Someone get the net. <laughs> She's stuck up against the thermometer. It's gross. <laughs> it's real gross. You know, Scoops, uh, I'm going to go ahead and tell you this right now. I'm going to go ahead and put us put us out there right now. Uh, if we sell out Scoop Fest, September 22nd, 23rd, and 24th. When we sell out Scoop Fest. Thank Paul, you, Talking Fish. Paul will spend the entire Scoop Fest dressed up like a talking fish. <laughs> I'm, no. <laughs> I know the perfect costume. You'll have to show a little bit of well, leg. Okay. Well, He's back in. I'm all right. I'm, I'm Less fin, more leg. Do I'm you, coming around. Do you make costumes for other people? Because you're, you're pretty crafty. Not only are you, uh, you don't buy your stuff, you make your stuff. You make the majority of your stuff, right? Yes, I She do. plucks the chickens herself. Yeah, I pluck them. I chase them around the yard. Do I, choke, you, I choke the chickens first. Good. Because that's obviously very important. Do other artisanals <laughs> come to you and uh, want you to like make shit for them? Um, They do, but most of us are pretty crafty. And honestly, uh, I just... I don't trust my work enough. Like when okay. I put it on myself and it mess and like it fucks up, like I can play it off. But when Big someone deal. else does it, they got coming back at me like, ah, damn it, my fucking skirt fell off like ten seconds into the act. Ah, uh, yeah. I got it. Ah, um, so you're you're like someone who's a really good chef at home but doesn't want to open a restaurant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you true or false? You made a taco bra today. That is true. I that did make true. a taco bra, okay. and it was for somebody else. Oh, see, I did. Well, those are like friends' rights. Okay. Also, it was a taco bra. I had to fucking make that shit. <laughs> like, so it's like, so I need something. And it's like, hmm, kind of had this other thing I needed to do today. Like, but it's a taco bra, and I already have like everything you need to make it. I was like, yeah, I'll be right over. <laughs> <laughs> you had the uh, you had the taco bra in uh, 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 no, not enchilada, not burrito, but oh fuck, I can't Come make any on. jokes today. Oh. You know when they bring it out sizzling on a plate? Fajita. Fajita. You basically had the fajita ingredients for your taco bro. I did have the fajita ingredients, but the entire costume was... Glad we waited to get to that. I know it was going to be funny when I didn't have it. Her whole, her, whole co- her whole costume is actually, she is a taco superhero. Wow. <laughs> so she wanted to be a superhero whose uh, special power is the ability to eat as many tacos as she'd like without gaining any weight. <laughs> Ooh. Guys. So I had to make her a cape and a mask. <laughs> Any, awesome. any guy who walked into the churn tonight with a big bag of Taco Bell sounded very impressed. Yeah, <laughs> it was a it was a very small bag of Taco Bell. Uh, I get the tiny little Taco Bell meal when I go to Taco Bell before the churn. Before we, do oh, it's still a pretty. Big, it was a big bag though. Like yes. the bag, it's, they, do they the only have bag one size is, of bag because it's a bag that accommodates the. Uh, uh, to a platter? No, what do you call that long... Fajita? Uh, no. Ch- quesadilla. The chorizo? The quesadilla lies flat 
and wide. Whoa, are you are you doing poetry right now? Mm-hmm. The quesadilla, <laughs> the quesadilla lays lies flat, flat and, and wide. wide. The sun only under the door down. may I eat it. <laughs> Adobe hut beneath I eat. Mm. Um. Oh, you're doing haiku music. Go ahead, Paul. The quesadilla lies flat and wide. At the base of my bag, it sustains the rest of the meal, trapping heat and giving off moisture. I know the meal is done when the quesadilla ends. I don't know where I end and the quesadilla begins. (laughs) Yes. There we go. There we go. I feel centered now. I feel centered. You can move on. I'm a little uh, peckish now. <laughs> Kitchy, I would suggest go to Taco Bell on the way home. <laughs> when did you first discover your passion for being both funny and naked? Uh, well, faked. <laughs> from some faked. Faked. Faked till you make it. So it's actually this really crazy, long, interesting story that I'm going to start saying. Well, we're happy in this about voice. two of those things. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I was, um, when I first came through Vegas, I had a, a scooter. It was a Honda Elite, little 70cc piece of awesome. Wow. And I actually was hit on that scooter. Oh, no. Yes. Uh, when I was downtown. And so I was thrown off the scooter and I was like teetering between consciousness. Like, uh, like everything was kind of blurring out. And as I tumbled down the street, first my pants came off. <laughs> and the people on the street applauded. And then my shirt came there off as I tumbled. And people applauded more. <laughs> so anyways, I'm laying there on the ground. And I swear... Someone I ran have... up and threw glitter on you. <laughs> I wish. I had this vision that Vegas Vic came and started talking to me. What? But like, but like a real life Vegas Vic. Yeah? Like he was like an actual cowboy, not just like a sign. But what, in my haziness, I immediately... Like he was like glowing. Vegas yeah. Vic for everybody is the famous neon cowboy. The cowboy, yeah, with the, his like thumb, thumb up. Yeah. yeah. And he rotates. So, mm-hmm. but in my like... In like... Almost like a dream state, like kind of how you just, when crazy shit happens, your mind just acknowledges that it's happening, like it's nothing weird. Right, right, right. And so I start having this conversation with Vegas Vic, and he tells me that uh, I need to make the world a better place by bringing um, sass and class back with sparkle and nudity. Stop it. <laughs> so. What? Yeah. That's awesome. And then like when I came, like when I was coming, kind of coming back into it and I was waiting for the ambulance, um, I was greeted by all like these drag queens that were on the strip mm, okay. and then like it just kind of all started to fall into place and make sense mm-hmm. and then that was when i started learning about burlesque and all that stuff and i stayed friends with some of the drag queens and <laughs> had you awesome had, had you done a, either modeling or anything else like that beforehand no nah, nothing no nothing yeah i just went straight for hey here are my tits <laughs> Anybody, no performance at all um well i mean like in high school and stuff i did plays and things go like on that, let's go lay it out you let's showed a it. lot of tit in uh, high school we get it uh actually best best thing i ever did we did middle show girls the musical sure sure i was striptease <laughs> i was professor, we workshopped with demi moore <laughs> i was professor harold hill in the music man wow <laughs> Like in middle school, though. Yeah. But they didn't have any guys who could reach any of the any vocal. <coughs> okay. So I got cast, and then my dad sat in the front row, and one of um, 
A and he's girl, like, not enough sass in class. He sat there. Lord Litter. And he told me, he goes, if you make out with your co-star on stage, who was a, a friend of mine that they all knew, he goes, if you actually kiss your co-star on stage, I will give you $100. Ah, ha, ha. Wow. So he sat there, all three shows. And when the part came where we were supposed to like fake kiss, he waved the hundred dollar bill each time. Each time that I'm having like this intimate. This is either moment. this is either the best parenting or the absolute worst parenting. This I'm is, really uh, not sure. This is the best. Did you go for it? No, no, I was like eight. No, not eight. I was in eighth grade. I was in eighth grade. I would have straight up been like, "Yo, friend." 50 bucks each show. Yeah. We're splitting this shit. I'm trying to think of anyone that I would not make out with right now for $100. That's good point. That's <laughs> a good point. It's different, though. Like, I was, like, in middle school. Like, I didn't know. I hadn't even kissed my first boy yet. Like, that, that was, like, the whole, I don't want my first kiss to be a girl. Gross. Cooties. Mm. And now oh, it's just, it. like, I don't want Kitchy my last cooties. kiss to be a boy. Gross. Kitchy cooties. Kitchy cooties. Meanwhile, Kitchy cooties. Meanwhile, your dad wanted to watch two young girls kiss. Right. For $100. You should probably question what, that. One of whom was his daughter. One of whom was his daughter. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Where was, what town was this in? Uh, this what was, town in Alabama? This was uh, just back in some small town in Illinois. Okay. Well, that's closer to Jersey. I lose, guys, by proxy. <laughs> I lose in this one. That's definitely Yankeeville. Yankeeville. I, <laughs> why? Because he paid? Yeah. And they just asked? Exactly. <laughs> and they weren't related. <coughs> so your first attempt at burlesque was here in Las Vegas. Yes, correct. Six Had you ago. seen a lot of burlesque? Nope. I okay. took a class. So what ended up happening was is I started researching it and I didn't know anything about it, but I was like, this sounds like what Wait, I should so you, do to fulfill my goal. So you woke up, and you, you regained consciousness, surrounded by drag queens, Yes. and you said, I need to do burlesque? Well, or you said, was, I need to do some kind of performance like, or something. I was listening to what I had, you know, assumed Vegas Vic told me. Because I, you know, still, at this point I'm waking up. I'm like, is that real? Did that thumb. happen? Yes. <laughs> oh, uh, in case no one else has resolved this for you. No, no, he didn't. <laughs> it's not real. How do you know? Uh, I don't, Vegas Vic has always been a sign. Could have been a Vegas Vic impersonator. <laughs> That's true. You, did, you might have just had a cowboy impersonator come to you. <laughs> It, it could have been. If, if so, that was a, a was, strange man offering me advice instead of helping me off the ground. <laughs> like, there's, that's what I do. I was like, anyone can do CPR. I gave her career advice. <laughs> well, I was, uh, if, if that blood, if that blood letting lets they can, up. They can help her live, but for what? <laughs> to what end? I'm giving you a reason to hang on. <laughs> Sam Elliott. Just standing there. <laughs> I am a, I am, I'm a, I'm an ambulance chaser, but not a lawyer. I give career advice. <laughs> I wait for people to get in accidents and I run up and give them advice. I'm not an EMT. I'm an IMT. I'm an inspirational medical technician. <laughs> I basically just tell you, hang in there and things are worth it. And sometimes that works. Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes it doesn't, but that's not on me. I did my inspirational part. <laughs> I feel like that part's on the real EMTs. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. Their fault. Yeah. I mean, I work with those guys sometimes. They give me shit, but they know deep down I have a real job. Sure. Sure. <laughs> I have a real important job. IMT is not. I mean, I took three courses by mail. Excuse me, sir. We're, we're trying to administer medicine to the person you're saying. I'm trying to let this person know what my struggle was like so that they don't feel alone. <laughs> 
<laughs> now I'm just picturing instead of the glistening Vegas Vic that I saw, because later, you know, when I actually had lived here a while and started going back down to Fremont Street, and I saw what the real cowboys <laughs> who liked to hang out on Fremont Street looked mm, right. like, mm-hmm. it, it all starts to, um... It was yeah, definitely one of them. Yeah, it's, it's probably definitely one of them. Uh, were you groped? Because then it was definitely one of them. <laughs> There definitely wasn't any uh, inappropriate touching, although that would have made more sense. Like, that would be like, oh, well, daddy issues. Great. Here you go. Now strip. <laughs> the person who hit you, they get away? Uh, no, no. They, they, they stopped. Hey, that but, microphone um, in front of you. The what? Talk talking to the microphone Sorry. in front of you. Talk there you go. I know. I have to look at the people that I'm talking to, and it's, it's tripping me You're out. like Hold leaning on. past the microphone and looking at other people. <laughs> I didn't. I was just getting close to me, so I didn't mind. <laughs> you kind of cockblocked me, Jacob, with your audio. A little direction. bit. Uh, so anyway, the person ran into you getting uh, caught. Yeah, it was, the only reason she got caught was because she tried to keep going through the intersection, but my scooter was stuck under her car, Oops. so she couldn't keep driving. <laughs> but, so I, I flew off of the scooter, and I just landed on the Oof. road. And she continued through the intersection, and there's like chunks of my scooter and a very, very short amount of actual like tread marks from her car because mm-hmm. she just completely blew through the light Whoa. and um, that's very funny Would, yeah. uh, were you wearing a helmet i was wearing a helmet that coincidentally did not touch the ground at all <laughs> like Ugh. every part of me touched the ground except for the helmet what else were you wearing I was wearing a dress that they had to cut okay, off okay. of me. It was asbestos. Oh, oh God. Was, that was, was bad. Leggings. You had to cut it off? So that was yeah, your very well, first no, they have to. burlesque striptease. Yeah, right there <laughs> right on the right cart. Right there on the street. <laughs> it just so right ha- there. It just so happened. Fremont Street in front of everyone. The, the, the other EMT was a saxophonist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the other guy was kind of like... Hang on. I'm, I'm going to go get my baritone. I'll be right back. <laughs> To be an EMT today, not an IMT. Let me, let me get the guy with the pickle bucket down the street to join us. And also that kid, that, that six-year-old kid who dances Michael Jackson. The like, pick, let's bring him over here, the too. The pickle bucket guy. <laughs> hey, Terry, let's go scrape that girl off of the street. Yeah? All right. What then? You get the scissors. I'll bring my saxophone. All right. Jazzbylands. <laughs> <laughs> That is a Tuesday night. That is a Tuesday night show right there. Jazzbylands. Wait, can that be the name of it? <laughs> that comes on right after Scorpion. <laughs> Last week on Jazzbylands. <laughs> Who teaches a burlesque class, or how many are? Did you have options? Uh, no, at the time there was only one. So I was just like looking up things about like classy old school Vegas. I appreciated you taking my class. I don't think I've ever told you that. <laughs> is it weird that the it's clearly you, student you. has surpassed teacher? Is it weird for you? I, no, I, I that's mean, what the, I hope for. The personal grooming section was definitely my favorite. Like I appreciate sure, sure. you telling me about the manscaping. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, that really uh, helped me in my ladyscaping situation. Good. People don't know Landing about, strip uh, all the way. you know, Jacob Tater Tot Smith and his amazing <laughs> strip routines. Yeah. Oh, man. I've never even seen uh, uh, Tater Tot pasties before, Jacob. Yeah. He, he has Tater Tots on, Innovator. His, on his nipples. <laughs> now I need to make these. Tater, you realize that, right? Tater Tots <laughs> in the zone. Damn it. Yeah. Sure, the sure. whole zone is made of Tater Tots. Like a big deep fried cluster. Yep. Down yep. there. Yep. Oh, God. Now there's going to be Tater Tot pasties. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're going to show up on the scoop group now. Nice. As long as they have a little, as long as they're just a pasty with a little spring with a tater tot on them, or with the, where the tater tot is bouncing, 
I made a. I made mustache ones one time that were handlebar mustaches that spun. Good. <laughs> so, Good. so you would just like flip them like a propeller. They were handlebar Whoa. mustaches. That's awesome. Speaking of fabulous scoops, uh, it was SJ Actress, who's also a Penn Sunday School listener. Yeah. Uh, found the Donald Trump uh, uh, meme of him uh, opening the bill and showing it to people. You know, the one oh, that, yeah, yeah. Trump draws where he's just a cat or dog. <laughs> And she put a, a creepy elf on it, wrote Ino Ino Pino oh. on it. It's pretty amazing. Very funny. Uh, SJ actress, not my wife SJ. No. As a as a scoop found out today. Yes. Yep. Different different uh, different SJ entirely. Different SJ actor. Um. Anyways, that made my day. Also, we need to correct things. Uh, last week, uh, what uh, we were wrong about something. Jacob said that uh, Hemingway drove Andre the Giant, <laughs> which he did to no. school. And it turned out it was Shakespeare, William Shakespeare. Yes. I believe. Well, Shakespeare later changed his name to Shakespeare, but at the time it was yeah. Hemingway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, in all seriousness, it was Jack Kerouac. So thank you for everybody who wrote in. <laughs> thank you guys. Thank you. Corrected it. Uh, hey, I'm, Jack, we're gonna be on the road. <laughs> I need to live to gray school. Gray school. I think. I think, I think of Andre the Giant. I think of Andre the Giant. I think of Andre the Giant. Um, just kidding. It was actually Peter King from Sports Illustrated who drove him. Drove him to school. Um, just kidding. It was Vegas Vic. Vegas Vic. We think. Possibly. Somehow Possibly. Andre the Giant woke up at school. Yeah. And his jeans have been cut off of him. He was constantly <laughs> drugged and thrown to school. That's why he got gigantism. We should say you should look for Kitchy on Instagram. Yeah. Kitchy is spelled K-I-T-S-C-H-Y. Yes, it's Kitchy Coo Vegas on pretty much any with, social media with, platform. With K. With the K. K-I-T-S-C-H-Y-K-O-O. You should add a third K and bring in all the new America that, that's <laughs> ushering in. Oh, my gosh. Alt-right burlesque. Yeah, alt-right oh, burlesque. Geez. There's enough of that. <laughs> Blackface is the least offensive act at that, at that burlesque. <laughs> You can call it alt burlesque, right? <laughs> Come on! If you become knowledge- liked it. knowledgeable, and like it. <laughs> um, people start showing up to my shows in hoods. I'm blaming you guys. <laughs> We're crayons. We're just white crayons. Come on! Crayons. We're ghosts. ghosts. <laughs> hate ghosts. We're just hate ghosts. <laughs> No, I mean, I am a racist. I'm just not dressed in the KKK. <laughs> I don't know. I dislike black people. Yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm pissed about women's suffrage. Sure, sure. <laughs> but I just want to wear this hat. It's a I like hats. I like these pointy hats. But <laughs> um, so, I tried to explain to someone one time that said uh, these people were dressed as ghosts, that uh, the KKK were actually dressed as ghosts. <laughs> That's like what the costume is supposed to be there. Yeah. supposed to be ghosts of Confederate soldiers. Uh, they got very upset with me. <laughs> Did they? Yeah. Ninja's upset because we haven't. Ninja's furious. We haven't told our audience when 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 Kitchy performs. So yes. Go ahead. Uh, one of your shows. Okay, so I have a weekly show um, every Thursday at the Majestic Theater inside the um, Royal Resort. That is at eight thirty. Okay. And so that's every Thursday, and then I also co-host a monthly show with my gal pal uh, Buttercup Delight at the Sand Dollar, and that is the last Sunday of every month. And that starts at 11 p.m. And that's like 
best of the best. Like, we always have, like, a reigning queen, like, high-titled competitors who have won many contests who will come and perform with us. Okay. What's that one called? That's Sinful Sunday. Sinful Sunday. And that's yeah. going to be on February 26th this Yes, month. the 26th of this month. At the Sand Dollar. At the Sand Dollar. All right. Previously the Sand Dollar, previously the Bikini Bar, previously Bar 702, and now back to the Sand Dollar. Good. For all the people who are, who are venue historians. <laughs> yeah. It's that one. Uh, I will be there in an eye patch and with my pants half cut off with scissors. Scissors with scissors. So come out and check that out. You took a burlesque class. Yes. And you kind of go for—I mean, you kind of go for more fun and funny in your deal. Is that true or false? Uh, that is true, but it's only because literally when I try to do things seriously, I still cannot be taken seriously. <laughs> People just laugh at you anyway. Yeah. Uh, well, I, a serious I, taco bras. I, I did a dog. Guys, these taco bras are dead fucking serious. <laughs> these taco titties, guys. These taco titties. They represent the. I don't want the wall built. Yeah. <laughs> taco titties on every corner, goddammit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, do, do. When people are laughing. Basically, Paul and I have discovered that if we, when you are laughed at in a sexual situation, people rarely also find you attractive. Oh, really? Because I laugh at people that I sleep with all the time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, it's not a good sexual experience to me, but I didn't have to stop because I was laughing at something. Really? Yeah. I was going to say, it sounds like you're busting balls, but you're telling the truth. Oh, no, that's that's truthful, yeah. <clears throat> okay. Well, then... Uh, the, where, okay, then. Then where were you when Paul and I were in our 20s? That's what we want to know. <laughs> where was I? Probably in middle school. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Getting waved $20 bills. Yeah, I was going to say... Ah, $100, $100 bills. <laughs> you you could have been making 300 <laughs> great now that memory of my dad waving yeah. the money at me has now been replaced by Hello. my dad matt and paul <laughs> waving money at me in the front row. i would not wave money <laughs> he'd wave his dick i'd wave, I'd wave toys <laughs> matt and Manning Lee's tinted van <laughs> i wave uh, a wand <laughs> yeah me too Boom. meat wand meat wand uh do you uh do do uh, fellows come up and hit on you after the shows? Oh yeah, <laughs> like a ton, time. right? Uh, yeah. Is anyone ever successful? Uh, no, all the time. Uh, not successful in. <clears throat> See, I get hit on, but I also get other things too. I had a guy. Do you ever get cheesecake? I I don't get cheesecake. But... Oh, Salt Lake Scoop! You got to go to the winning. You got to you got to go to Simple Sunday, my yeah, friend. Yeah, Simple Sunday. Yeah, I also have an Amazon guest list. <laughs> like, if you want to just like go, I'm kidding. Please don't buy me things. <laughs> um, but <laughs> so I got offered. Wait, do you have an Amazon list? I do, but I haven't made it public yet, only because I don't want to be that asshole. Like, <laughs> no. it's just it's full of things that I want. <laughs> can where? Because where can Jacob bring it up? Where is it? No, it's not, if it's not public. No, it's, it, I haven't made it public. It's just like me adding things to it that I'm just like, maybe one, one day. One day. Oh, pull it up on your <laughs> phone. Pull it up right now. Pull yeah, pull up, up right pull now. Up your, pull up your we wish list go on your phone. Amazon wish list yeah, right yeah. now. <laughs> this, is, this shit's going down. Paul, what do you think is on our Amazon wish list? <laughs> I think it's all kinds of sewing machines and special threads. and uh, Special threads. Special threads and oh, sequins. I'm going to go with like a... glues. I'm going to go with like toilet paper... Uh, Toilet paper, baby Ruth bars. It's probably some really weird shit right now because I treat it like Pinterest. Like there'll be like eight thousand things. That's, that's, uh, that's that exactly. Does not make it worse. Oh my god, none of this makes any sense. Yep, yep, no, no, no. no. Quit looking at it. Quit looking at it. 
Quit looking at it. No, I'm trying to put it's you gotta pull it up from the bottom. You know how it works. All right, Sorry, it's a new it. iOS system because I, I never update it and then oh. it magically updated itself the other day, the sneaky asshole. And now I don't know where anything in any of my apps are. So we got a lot of uh, we got a lot of pocket books here. Okay. A lot of <laughs> a lot of ladies' wallets. Do you not have enough lady wallets? Um, again, I treat it like Pinterest, so I just add all of them, and then I decide later, like, oh, pocket which, books. which one I'm really more interested in putting my money in. They're okay. not even interested in, like, the ones oh. that are on there are passport wallets. Like, they're not even like, <laughs> man, I can't wait to get this Gucci bag. I'm like, man, do I really want to spend, like, $15 on this passport wallet? <laughs> so, I'm the can, cheapest person I know. I won't even spend $20 on something. There, there aren't very many things on the list. There, there are seven items on the list. Oh, okay. There, oh, I took all the Doctor Who stuff off. There are a lot of po- <laughs> there are a lot of pocketbooks, and then a Doctor Who sonic screwdriver. No, there it is. A screwdriver. <laughs> the sonic screwdriver. Is it a real screwdriver? Or is it a toy? It appears to be a toy. <laughs> Just don't tell me that. Vegas Vic is real, and so are Sonic. Oh no! Excuse me. <laughs> it is a Doctor Who sonic screwdriver programmable universal remote control. There you go. Whoa! <laughs> you can program up to thirty-two different. TVs and devices. Mm. So my plan was is I wanted to go to like like a Best Buy and uh-huh. program it to all the TVs in the Best Buy. And just start jacking around And with then TVs. go to bars and shit. But yeah. I would have to do it while also in my, all my Doctor Who costumes. Right, to make it. And it makes and it makes noises. It makes like four different noises. I fucking love this thing. It has been the only thing on that list for like two years. This looks like a <laughs> It's like a hundred bucks. I think you need to just pull the uh, trigger on that. When I, when I first saw it, when I first saw the picture before I got to it, I was like, wait, is this some kind of like weird sex toy here? This definitely looks like some weird butt well, toy. Well, it's a sex toy. It's not the way you think. <laughs> <laughs> Wibbly wobbly, timey wimey <laughs> sex toy. Nothing turns you on like fucking with other people's devices. <laughs> why does my TV keep turning on? Yeah, why does it? <laughs> That's true. It's how it works. I'm already moist thinking about it. <laughs> oh, we're going to put a towel down. Too late for that. Snail trail. Sploosh. Now, Sploosh. Uh, I, I want. It feels like now, uh, ages ago, but we had Justin Oswald on this show, <laughs> and Justin talked about uh, one of his most famous uh, pranks, which is that he got someone to go out into a party, infiltrate a pool party, and then pee on everything <laughs> in the pool party. Good. Tr- true Good. or false, cat? Kitchy coo. Uh, that is true, but that was not me. <laughs> it was not you. I was the diff- I was the other one from that podcast. I was the one who ate cake out of a purse. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So what was that story? <laughs> Come on, of all the things, like the gr- girl who eats cake or the girl who pees on someone. <laughs> like well, I'm I- obviously the girl who ate cake out of a purse with a straight face. <laughs> if I had had that option, I would have gone with the cake. <laughs> we we have to talk to our booker because I specifically asked for the pissing on someone, girl. <laughs> In honor of our 45th president, we wanted to have a golden shower podcast. Um, no. I believe I believe the girl who peed was uh, Sarah Jane Woodwall, though. Might okay. have been for that one. I know she's done some of the peeing stuff for him before. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we've peed on people multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> well, how does the cake and the purse thing work? So each, as for anyone who didn't hear that podcast, that was a while ago. Um, Justin has like a prank Event. Yeah, it's a company. So people come in and they want to prank their friends while they're here in Vegas. Las Vegas the game. Las Vegas the game. And so they hire uh, Las Vegas the game and all of its characters. And Justin digs up and gets like a bunch of background info on the party. Like 
inside jokes, things that have happened in their past, whatever, whatever. And then he customizes it for the event. So this particular event was a birthday party. Uh, all these people were here in town for, like, one of the guys's, like, 40th birthday or something. And so they have a bunch of people who meet up with them who they think they're just meeting regular people that are just, like, weird and doing weird shit. Right. And we try to make a memorable experience. And then at the end of the weekend, they have, like, a, a dinner show. And they know that they're getting a dinner show. They know there's going to be, like, entertainment and stuff. But then we all come out and we're part of the show. So I was doing burlesque for the show, okay. and at the end, I was I had like a cake routine where I had this big cake dress that I pop out of, and then I dr- like strip out of it, obviously, because that's burlesque. this is our second guest that has popped out of a cake. Yes, yeah, well, yeah this this makes two. Well, and I actually become the cake. Yeah, so take that, Marin Wade. Yeah, <laughs> so Marin could pop out of you. Yeah, she could like okay. from underneath. That'd be great. Ooh, that'd be. Oh, I'd pay a hundred dollars for that. So for my setup, your dad would definitely pay a hundred dollars to see that. <laughs> nice. We just double scooped him. Oh. <laughs> He's in. Um. So my setup was that I was before the dinner. So I'm like the last person they meet before the end of their trip. Um, they all go downstairs and they're having like drinks uh, in the Cosmopolitan at the Chandelier Bar. And they want me to somehow get them to catch me just eating cake out of my purse like it's nothing. <laughs> but one of the guys in the, in the group is like a big like manho. Like he literally just flirts with any beautiful woman that he sees. So okay. I got like all done up like typical Vegas, like right. short, short dress, like hair done up all nice like holding your way shoes too in much your makeup hand. yeah black, um, black feet <laughs> exactly black and feet so like I, <laughs> I walk by the party very typical vegas i walk by the party i make like direct eye contact like oh who are these people and this guy this kid like immediately sees me he's like oh man <sighs> and i sit right next to him and i have this big old purse and so I wait until he's watching me, and I just casually <laughs> stick my hand in the purse and just pull out a scoop of cake with my bare hand. <laughs> and I just, like, start eating it. But, like, I'm, like, looking around and pretending to be coy, like, oh, these people don't see me eating cake. Like, like I have, like, some weird cake alcohol problem. That's correct, because I was, I was really wondering if it was going to be with your hand or if you were just going to have a fork and, yeah. like, reach the fork no, no. into your purse. It was straight up in a Ziploc bag. The cake was in a Ziploc bag in my purse. And I just had the whole bag open. And I was just scooping out bits with my hand. And the guy sees me, and he, like, I swear to God I saw his, his dick shrink. Like, he was just, like, uh-huh. Like completely, came, like his his dick shrank so much that his entire body just like caved into itself. That's funny. Like he's just like nope, and he looks back at his friends with these big old eyes, and he's just like in shock. And then he looks over a little bit later, and I do it again, and then he starts like hitting his friends like on the shoulder, guys, like guys, she's eating this purse fucking, cake, this fucking purse cake, man. So I sit there at like some point, like I walk by and I like wipe my hands on like their chairs. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so, and so Justin's watching the whole thing from the balcony upstairs. So he's like calling down to me and be like, I'll go, go get these people. These people look like really uncomfortable in the corner. And so at one point, like I finish with the cake and I go and I try to talk to the guys on the other end of the table. This is a group in the party or this these is people a, yeah, in the party? Yeah, these are all still the party. Okay. At this point, like, at first I was just fucking with the one guy and okay. then I decided to go fuck with everybody else. Okay. 
Uh, so I walk to the end, and immediately one guy does the fucking phone thing. He picks up his phone and pretends like he's on a phone call. And he looks right at his friend who's looking me in the eye like, I do not want to talk to this crazy chick. <laughs> and he just leaves his friend. He just goes, he like, the look on his Ow. face was, nope, and just bails. And that, so is, like, that is me, by the way. Hello, <laughs> hello, Mom. I am doing my taxes. <laughs> I am well. How are you, Mother? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is absolutely. I will be the guy at that with with the crazy person walks up like bah, bah. <laughs> sure, that doing that would be a piece of cake. I mean, it would be <laughs> a, easy. Oh god, I gotta go. You gotta think though. You definitely want the guy to have somewhat adverse reaction rather than go. Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> yeah, the backfire. The backfire is sure oh, to be like. God damn it! Yes, I that- was about to say. Did you have a plan for him to be like? That- uh, can I get some of that cake? Is that a buttercream? Oh, I would have just kept or... going with it. Like, I probably would have fed him the cake. That was what I would have done. Like, asked him to sit on my lap. He reaches into his pocket and pulls out some ice cream. <laughs> Let's do this shit. A la mode. Yeah. Dude, at yeah. that point, that's like a match made in heaven. Yeah, I was going to say. Like, you guys... bring on the weirdos. Like... <laughs> got... We're meant to be together. Yeah. I have ice cream in my wallet. You have cake in your purse. We are one. <laughs> Let's go get married right now. Right now. I don't a even want A third person comes along with a cup of coffee. I don't, like, even, want like, oh. I don't even want to know your name. I'm an entire turkey in my backpack. I have nothing well, let's but go. We'll I adopt nothing, you, turkey girl. I have nothing but cookie dough in my fanny pack. Moose tracks. But I don't eat it. I let other people eat it. I were laughing. This is the person that Kitchy would have taken home. <laughs> no. Yeah, exactly. And then we would have laughed in bed and it would have been a great sexual experience. There would have definitely been multiple showers afterwards. <laughs> and probably some new sheets. Uh, yeah, leave the sheets. But also some cookies. <laughs> you got to let that flavor sink in. Like, On your calendar. It's like a pizza pan, you know? You just got to let all the seasons. It's, like, it's like a cast iron there. griddle. Oh. Why does your calendar say bake sale orgy? <laughs> um, no reason. So, because you do burlesque and you're comfortable doing what you do, do you get asked to do a lot of crazy shit or, or audition for crazy shit? Um, not like crazy things. I just get, I get asked to do or propositioned to do a lot of, um, full Asked and things. propositioned, uh, those bring, those bring to mind two very different, uh, well, job I, offers. I, I feel like, well, there's always lots of terms for everything, but I feel like asking is like, you're not even coming to me with a price. If okay. you're propositioning me for something, like you're essentially giving me the full deeds. Like you're giving me a full that's like, I need you to do this X, Y, and Z, and it's 350 bucks. Yeah, I mean, I get people all the time okay. who will send me messages, and they'll be like, so I have this uh, club in, like, Jersey City. How oh. much would it be for you to, like, fly out here and perform here? And that's, that's asking. Okay. Whereas people are like, hey, so I have this gig, and it's, like, this much money, and this is what you have to do, and this is where you have to be. That's, right, right. that's a proposition. Okay, okay. Not like in, like, a, like, prostitute way, but, that, <laughs> I mean, proposition is a technical business term, so. Gotcha, okay. Uh, but, I mean... Pretty much people just ask me to do, like, more showy things. Like, I get people who are like, oh, come do, like, a full strip. Or I had some guy who, like, wanted me to webcam. That's not my, that's not my jam. I'm not a good hustler. I'm a terrible hustler. So I would not be, like, a good, legit stripper. I would just be like, do you do you want to, like, you don't like me? Oh, that's okay. I'll just, I'll go over here. Oh, that guy's got, like, ice cream in his pocket. Perfect. And, <laughs> yeah. See, I just, it, it wouldn't work for me. It's a very specific stripper. <laughs> also, I don't know how many uh, webcam guys are into the whole laugh at you before you... Uh, while, while well, you're I doing feel like I'm like segments. pointing at their penis and being like, <laughs> "No, guys are into that." That was only like one time, but <laughs> there are plenty. Of there guys are plenty of guys that. into that. 
Um, what is uh, what are what are what is what are some of your more famous acts? Um, my most my most traveled act and my most um, the one I perform with festivals in is my wolf act, and that is I have like a full wolf mask that has like bedazzled rhinestone eyes mm. and. Um, Essentially, I am a wolf, and then at the end, I pull uh, an audience member onto the stage, and I eat them on stage. <laughs> cool. Nice. I have, I have a similar act. I mean, it, it doesn't involve a wolf mask or an audience member. Uh, it's just a san- it's a sandwich. <laughs> you just make a sandwich. I make a sandwich and then I eat it. It is his most. It's his you most, say that I could tell you three. It's, my, it's absolutely my most traveled. Act. It is absolutely his most traveled. <laughs> I could show you three performers online who actually do that and get paid to do that as as burlesque performers. To Wait, I'm, make, I'm back in to make sandwiches. <laughs> Are you? Have you ever seen an act and you, and be like immediately jealous of like oh why haven't I done something like that? Like every act ever. Uh, okay. There. Yeah. I'm constant like. There is no lack of creativity in burlesque. Like, it's... The things people do on stage just blow me away. I mean, I do some pretty, like, weird, kooky stuff. Like, I bust through walls, and I, like... <laughs> I love props. Like, just give me a bunch of props and let me hump them on stage. That's that's my forte right there. How many, like, legit practice acts do you have? Um, I think I have about five that are in rotation right now. Like ones that I can, like if someone goes, hey, can you show up tomorrow and do this? Like I wouldn't have to work on them too much. They'd be ready to go. Gotcha. What's a, what's a half-baked one that didn't make the five that you're working on right now? Um, I have a really great snakes on a plane number. Mm. <laughs> I love it. Please it tell was, me you're Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> no, but it's the version with the Samuel L. Jackson um, cutaway. Because it's snakes. Snakes on a Plane song by Cobra Starship. Oh. And, uh, I, but I like to use the theatrical version where Samuel L. Jackson's like, I'm tired of these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane. That was like one of my favorite and still one of my favorite movies of all time. But I'm a flight attendant and I just keep pulling snakes out of my costume, but like in a sexy way. Like I'm just like, yeah, these fucking snakes, man. Snakes, <laughs> snakes all over my body. Wait, is it a magic act? <laughs> I mean, it's not very magic because people are like, oh, man, yeah, that was obviously hiding in her glove. <laughs> How many snakes? Um, I have four. I have three T- hidden on 40. me. And then I have a giant snake boa that I pull out of a suitcase. Oh, boa oh. constrictor. Yeah. Nice. Uh, I, I, would, I, would I would suggest re- more snakes. I want you to retool, retool that act and have 40 snakes. Yeah, I would say just have, have your panties just full of snakes. Yeah. So when you take it down to panties... It's instead of poorly trimmed bush, it's just snake <laughs> nest. Well, in the perfect scenario, <laughs> snake nest. The perfect scenario for that act is I want to have, um, you know, like how they have like cascading balloons that fall or like. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want snakes. the end of my act to, to be, be just a ton of toy snakes, like yes. just cascading from the ceiling. Like oh, toy snakes. Yeah, um, no toy snakes. I don't want to hurt the snakes. Yeah, I mean, they're falling snakes. from a ceiling. I, I don't like... need any curse splats. Nope. That's glitter is hard enough to clean up on the stage without snake guts also in it. You know, like those can of peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need that. That's like, why did I pick of that? Yeah, and I don't want to. I hear I don't flight attendant serve peanuts. Yes, I don't want you to think that I am a peanut brittle snake overly sexualizing. So I'm not picturing them coming out of your vagina. No, that's exactly where I would put it. I would hold it over my crotch and then pop the lid off and yeah. it would like Boing. shoot out to the audience. Yeah. I am a gentleman. That's exactly how I would do it. I was picturing coming out of your ass. Sure, oh. sure. That doesn't make it engendered. We all have buttholes. Exactly. Um, Not everybody has buttholes. So then you have... Some oh, I'm so sorry. Up. To all of our listeners. What? Hold I, on. I have to a friend, our buttholes. I, I have a friend, have a friend who what? performs burlesque who doesn't have a butthole. What? Do they use it to their advantage? Uh, yeah, well, she has like the... 
the colostomy da- the bag, bag or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So she actually uh, made a bedazzled case for her, and that's always her last reveal. Like, she takes off her last set of panties, and then she, like, just is like, yeah! Whoa! And then she even has one, um, like, it's wow. a smaller one that fits on the outside, and she'll fill it with glitter, so she'll pop it and pretend like she's shooting poop at people, and she just <laughs> glitter all over them. It's that amazing. is badass. That that's is, amazing. That is embracing what you got. Yeah. Or don't have. Uh, yeah. that <laughs> lack of butthole. Because I was thinking, like, it'd be funny, like, if you seem like you're gonna ha- shoot something out of your vagina, but then it just is like a little snake, and everyone's like, "Oh, that's cute," and then you turn around and just boom, cannon. oh, there you <laughs> just go, just cannon it out. Boa constrictor comes out of the ass. <laughs> you could go like full King Hiss on it, and as you strip down, you become a snake. That's uh, kind of my final piece. Okay. Do you know? Oh fuck! Do you know that movie Femme Fatale? No, I do. Well, yeah, there's a really awesome lesbian scene in it, so I would assume that you would know this one. That's correct. <laughs> that is probably one of the most awesome lesbian scenes in any movie ever. It's fantastic. <laughs> in, the, in the shower with the steamy one. Yeah, it was yeah. a good one. Uh, but she, like, in the movie, this woman goes and she wants to steal this big, like, solid gold snake bra thing. Mm-hmm. And it's literally this woman's, like, going to, like, the movies. And she's wearing... Just a gold snake that's wrapped around her titties, like it spirals out. I pretty much recreated that, and that's yeah. my final pasty reveal. So I, I like reveal that. to a full snake that that's is like cool. wrapped around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so funny! I just bought a costume where I am a bar of soap. So this, <laughs> yeah, this is good. This is good. <laughs> I just bought a costume where I am a small white rodent, just running. That is uh, that's Rebecca Romaine in that movie, right? Oh, I don't even remember. I don't. I, yeah. I think I was so young, I didn't even know who any of the actors or actresses in that movie was. It was that? I was Glenn just Close. like, oh, there's things happening on screen. People are touching each other. This is I'm weird. I'm going to, uh, let's see. I'm going to go. I believe to, it was Jen, uh, uh, Judy Dench and, uh, and Lynn Close. I'm going to go to. Uh... <laughs> I believe it was Vegas Vic and the Drag Queen. I don't know. Judy Dench and Glenn Close. Steam up the shower. Steaming up that shower. It was uh, Mama Cash. Actually, they, they could. <laughs> Oh, they could, I'd watch that. That'd be alright. Uh, so you don't say that, but you guys are gonna you're gonna like, not, look up the lesbian shower scene like, the no, moment I leave. I'm gonna I, no, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna correct you both ways. I think Femme Fatale does have a lesbian thing, but I don't think you have the right movie. Am I not thinking of the right one? I no, because no, because she uh, tricks her. That's how she steals her stuff. No, no, she you takes have that her right. into the it bathroom. Is, no, 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 that part's right. You have no, no, you're thinking correct. of Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. <laughs> Where the uh, child collector collects all of the children into the cage wagon. Oh, it is. That's what, you, that's what you're, you're thinking. Right. Of. No, you have it. It's yes. fantastic. fucking scary. He <laughs> uh, can smell the children. Oh, it's just, and then he gives them a hundred dollars to make out with each other. <laughs> I watched. I rewatched that movie like a couple years ago, and it was Brian really terrible. Yeah, no, it it's wasn't terrible. even good anymore. <laughs> it's Brian De Palma, and it's like has no pace, and it's it's crazy. Because there was Femme Fatale that also, like, the TV movie, which also had a lesbian scene, but different, um, what's her name? Mother May I Sleep with Richard Greco. What? What? <laughs> yes. Sure? Yes. You can if you want to. Great. Use protection. Yeah, right. <laughs> like a full body suit. <laughs> Lube that, it up. You don't want to get that Greco. Anyway, I, I'm gonna, I don't think I'm going to come across it. All right. I might be wrong. You may be right. I may be crazy. But if not, they'll correct you by right. the next episode. Yeah, the scoops will correct ne- me. Never, never, never you fear. Oh, we'll find out what the real... We'll find out the data. There's one spy. There's like a spy. It was either a movie or a TV movie or a TV show early. Uh, where 
it was a hot lesbian scene and the girl gets shot through a window. Oh, what the shot fuck? I haven't seen that window one. Yeah. When you're too blame. <gasps> you give lesbians a bad name. Oh. <laughs> How much come out to Jersey City? Bayonne, New Jersey. <laughs> and perform that scene. Um, all right. Uh, Kichiku, everybody. Yep. You going to stick around for some, some scoop mail and some Jock versus Nerd? Hell yeah. Bring it in. Bring it. Fuck yeah. Bring it. Message for you, son. Uh, this is from Will, who still needs a scoop name. Uh, hello, Matt, Paul, and special guest Jacob. Are we still doing that? Uh, not as of this episode. No. Apparently, we stopped this episode. Cheesecake. It's over. Cheesecake. <laughs> bit. Cheesecake was taking my attention because it was so goddamn delicious. <laughs> uh, it's I been a. F- didn't want to chew in the microphone. <laughs> it's been a few hundred episodes since I last wrote in. I never apologized for accidentally starting the I drank so much thing. Uh, sorry. Uh, that was back when we were first doing shitty job stories. And I also never got around to telling you guys about the time someone nearly mur- uh, someone was nearly murdered on a roller coaster I was operating at a theme park. Oh. Uh, maybe I'll tell you about that next time. Oh, man. Bury the lead. <laughs> On to oh. the reason I write you this. Uh, the, you find fucks today. Matt. I completely understand your decision, uh, your issue with decision blindness or choice paralysis or whatever we should call it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where I get anxiety when people ask me to look for stuff in the cupboard. Oh, that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this used to happen to me more than I'd uh, ever admit and still does from time to time. The situation for me is usually one where multiple choices can lead to the desired outcome, but because of the amount of choices and the possibility that some may fail me, I freeze. Yeah, well, at least you don't have a wife that says, hey, get me a bottle of soda. And then when you get home, she's like, I wanted a two liter. (laughs) And I'm like, you said a bottle. And she's like, yeah, that's what a bottle is. And I'm like, no, a bottle of soda is a fucking bottle of soda. And a two liter is a two liter. I bet uh, I bet after uh, an argument wound uh, his scabbed and completely healed with this guy's wife, he lets it stay there. <laughs> I, bet, I bet he lets it remain healed. Not this guy. <laughs> Not this guy. I keep picking that shit. I keep picking it. But, yeah, we, we, we figured it out. Now when she asks, she says, a two liter, please. And you say, go get it your fucking self? No, I get it. <laughs> if she wants it. And I, get, and I get it, but get she's got to tell. She's got to tell because she will say she'll go. Can I have a bottle, a two liter bottle? Oh. <laughs> you give it to her liter. I do. Oh. <laughs> uh, I liken it to the spinning rainbow of death my MacBook does when I push it too hard during some heavy editing sessions. Uh, my computer knows what it needs to do, but. Uh, uh, my current employment requires that I occasionally need to make split decisions and affect uh, that affect myself and those around me and a few thousand pounds of automobile parts. I drive industrial equipment in a fast-paced automobile manufacturing plant. I fucking hate it, but filmmaking and pyrotechnics in Indiana just doesn't pay the bills. I should move. Uh, yes, you should. If those are the two things you want to do, you should move. Yep. Uh, anyway, due to the massive... Also, you're in Indiana. You should move. He he needs an IMT. (laughs) Yep, he does. What would the IMT say to him, Paul? Oh, man. Hey, you know, a steady paycheck is one thing, but a dream sets something totally different. Like, trust in the universe to to guide you where you need to go. Excuse me, I need to cut off this man's pants with surgical scissors. Hey, hey, can you give me one more second? He's fine. He needs an EMT, not an IMT. He's fine. I don't tell you to do how your job does. You're literally doing that right now. All right. Just get out of Indiana, man. 
Get out of here. I, try, I tried to leave this state like a long time ago and it didn't. And now look at me. I'm an IMT. Did you see an I- <laughs> Did you see that Paul Ryan was said? Oh, God. Like, Do you want to launch an investigation into the ties to Russia? And he goes, well, first I want to gather some information before I figure out whether or not we need to launch. What? <laughs> before I need to launch an investigation. So what he wants to investigate an investigation? He went, he went, uh, it's a pre-investigation of the investigation. <laughs> Pre-astrogation. We need to get all the facts straight and uh, hold a court. Uh, That's you know, we need We need to go to trial. We need to go to trial and, uh, you know, prosecute some people before we look at this investigation stuff. We need to go scream at Hillary some more first. Oh, and for then, fuck's sake. And then we'll come back to this. Nightmare town. We live in a nightmare. Some more information <laughs> before we launch an investigation. I need some more information. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Is there more oh, that letter? Fuck. Uh, yes. There's, no uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Sorry, I'm groaning now. Uh, anyway, due to the massive size Can't of the plant, you keeping us on task. I know, right? Well, I was just curious where it was going. <laughs> Uh, due to the massive, we, we never, uh, we, we we never just don't get through the letters. I mean, it may take us like five or six episodes, but we get through them eventually. Mm-hmm. And first the EMT, now Kichiku. Everyone's telling each other how to do their jobs. Oh, me. <laughs> get on, Jake. Get on. Uh, anyway, due to the massive size of the plant and the speed in which we need to build size. a vehicle, uh, which is sixty-six seconds each. Uh, there are a lot of human cogs in this machine that are scurrying around the equipment like busy ants in a very busy ant hill. That's I can't how you imagine. Get ants. Uh, yeah, that's that's, that's a, gotta, <laughs> too many auto parts. You're gonna get ants. That's right. um, I was watching. I took the kids uh, to Ethel M's Chocolate Factory mm-hmm. over the holidays. Oh, the Christmas okay. time. Yeah, they have a little Christmas village in the back. It's beautiful. The line for Santa was long, so we told them there was no Santa. Good, good. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> she then spiked their hot chocolate. Santa died. <laughs> That's a motherfucker, and these people are idiots. Let's Santa get some hot cocoa. Oh Let's put some booze in it. You go to sleep early tonight. <laughs> but in it, you can watch the factory at work, right? Oh, nice. And then uh, in this particular instance, they were loading up like a, an assortment into these into plastic trays. <laughs> and I, I was, we were watching them just try to quickly fill the plastic trays, and sometimes they miss. And oh. all of a sudden, then you look at the stack of plastic trays, and sometimes they would like catch. So like they like it wasn't easy just to grab a plastic tray. Sometimes oh, yeah. the amount of anxiety I felt just watching chocolate trays get filled, I was like, this is torture. This isn't fun to watch at all. I just feel horrible for that worker. You have a bunch of freaking, you know, holiday weirdos just peeking in on you yep. while you try to separate plastic trays. As you're doing your job badly. Uh, yeah, like not my kind of, it's just, I, I felt the bad for everyone The real life I love Lucy episode. It really was, and it just felt horrible. So I can't imagine this with actual auto parts. And <laughs> chocolate makes me feel horrible I for the world. Believe. So the, the, the entire vehicle assembles in 66 That's seconds? That's what I'm trying to figure out. It must be like just the main body component or something. It can't be everything. Listen to you with your car talk, talk Mattingly. <laughs> you know, the main body component. <laughs> and you'd the, call the that chass- what? The chassis, if you Hey, will. good job. I know what I'm talking about. You, sure you know, you then you got, you, got, you got the axles. Yep, that's, a th- that's another thing. Those are probably separately constructed. And then, sure. But they have to be somehow adjusted to fit onto the drivetrain, and there's no way you can assemble a drivetrain into a motor in 66 seconds. You know how you could do it in 66 seconds? Mm. Sonic screwdriver. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Whoa. You could do it that way. But it's up my butt right now. Ooh. Yeah. There goes my axle. Ooh. Oh. 
Uh, you know, it's uh, the, the chassis just usually can be put together in just a minute, but if you want it to be classy, you need an extra six seconds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, six, six seconds for a classy chassis. No. Classy chassis. No. You're the one. <laughs> uh, you make drive time lots of fun. Let's, um, uh, uh, so how many people did he kill? What does it say in the letter? How? Uh, 66. One, one every second. <laughs> oh. Initiate order 66. It's the new record. <laughs> I was driving these car parts up, and they're making the car so fast, and I, I killed everyone, man. <laughs> I fucking killed everyone. I guess a bunch of that's all roboted. Roboted? Man, you're just, t- you, <laughs> you're just full of knowledge tonight, Matt. <laughs> Guys, I hate to get real technical on you, but I went to college for a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. It <laughs> happens sometimes. For theater? Sometimes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, went for, I went for theater. For vehicular Guys, assembly. As a guy who went to college in Kentucky for two years for theater, I can tell you some shit gets roboted. Yep, sure. Yep. I can, can say th- that with authority. <laughs> Instead of with authority, because I know how to speak because of my theater. Well, it's not a degree, but I had some classes. <laughs> well, like, I education. Had, well, I, had, I didn't have many <laughs> classes in my again. major, honestly. <laughs> I really didn't. I really didn't. They were all the automotive repair. Yeah, it was. It was. It was mostly. How would you compare to the amount of burlesque classes that Kitchy took? Uh, Kitchy, how many classes did you take? I took. Well, I. I still take classes. Okay. I still re-educate myself. The original course was only six weeks. Okay, so Paul, how does that stand up to your? I'm still learning. I mean, I, <laughs> I feel like I feel like while I was there in college, my, you know, the theater of the mind is what I was majoring in. <laughs> sure, and, sure. Uh, and and basically, like I, you know, I portrayed Roland Maul in uh, No Coward's classic Present Laughter, and that was basically that's where I peaked. And was like, I'm done with this. I got this acting thing. I I'm out. It. I figured it out. I'm out. It's- Honestly, that really was. That was it. That was the moment. I was in the. I was in the graduate production. Yeah. Third from like fourth from the top billing. With all the grad students, I'm. I was the only understudy in the production. Understudy I'm- or under undergrad? That's what I meant. Okay, I undergrad. Like, You're a third. From the- I was the only undergrad in the Underfoot. production. <laughs> under thumb. Yeah. So you had like the four main leads. And then me, and then I'm like, ah, I'm good. I, I know how to do gets. this. My uh, my arrogance is parallel, mm-hmm. and that like I won the award for like the most outstanding freshman actor. Right. Yep. And there was, uh, and that felt amazing. And then I realized that there's there's just 18 people in my class. <laughs> yep. So I was like considered one of the best actors out of 18. That's that's that is that's the not real enough. And, and no one writes checks for that. No, that's not one where you're like, no. well, out of eighteen people in, in the earth. Uh, well, in 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 Kentucky, yeah, you know, it was in Kentucky, and it was, and then no, what really drove me out. I've I've talked about this before, but they they came bees. out with a it was <laughs> the bees. bees and bears, bees and bears they came bears. out with a the newspaper was talking about the guy who ran. The downtown Louisville theater scene, which was yeah. actually something of a scene. Like I said, I've said, you know, Kathy Bates came out of that conservatory, that whole deal. She was in a great lesbian scene. Oh, buddy. Every scene. Uh, <laughs> what was that, Misery? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he basically came out and said, the University of Louisville is churning out uh, teachers, not actors, right. from their theater department. And that was my nightmare. I was like, I'm not going to be a fucking teacher right. first. Oh, so you believed the article. If I... Yeah, <laughs> but see, you like you took the article to heart. That's my. That's... I totally did. Okay. I was like, well, I was. I was, was a, sincere, it's a, a sincere question. Yes, the reason I went to the University of Louisville at all, I didn't even want to go to college, but I had a good 
scholarship, an amazing scholarship. Uh, but the only reason I went was because they ha- that was a the theater town of Kentucky. Sure. And I thought, okay, great. And then to come to find out that the theater town looks on your department with disdain and irreverence. I was like, well, fuck, I don't need to stick around here anymore. It's doing me damage. And you did what show? What was the one show you did? Uh, the big one was uh, Present Laughter. And you played? Roland Mall. And then what scene was it that you got paid $100 to make out with your co-star? That was when I bust in and I stand up on a chair. Yeah. And I beg this guy to take me with him on his long uh, tour of uh, the production that he's working on. <laughs> 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 that was a crazy thing. The, the, the lead in the show actually fell off the stage opening night and broke his arm. Stop it! Yeah, yeah. And did you do the show Must Go On? Did he do the show with a broken arm? Um, I think we stopped the performance that night. Yeah. Because it was pretty bad. Did but he, we did do the rest of the he show. He broke his arm. We did do, the, we did do the, rest of the, the rest of the run with him in a sling. Ah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So there wasn't a lot of, hey guys, break a, break a leg tonight. Oh, I mean, it was all, it was all done. It was all done. I just remember he was he was such a, a charming dude, so funny, uh, you know. I think I know exactly what happened. He I, fell off. He broke his arm. The EMTs took care of him, and the IMT went to you and said, "Get out of college." Basically, basically. get out of Kentucky. Get out of Kentucky. Dress like a Klingon, and go work somewhere. I just remember us go getting ready in the alien. in the green room, and uh, and him, uh, very effete, very feminine dude. Okay, uh, but lovely, lovely guy. But lovely, uh, totally but lovely. <laughs> but uh, but a, I, fe- a very feminine but lovely man. I just remember him applying. He was applying uh, lip gloss or some kind of um, balm to the and, head of his penis. Just yeah, sure, yeah, sure. Yeah, and uh, and I was like, oh, cool. And he's like, I swear to you, in five years you will find this invaluable. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, what? he's right. He's right. You do you use a lot. Of I lip balm. love lip balm. Yeah. Paul, I put out that Paul's a- stuff, and Paul has a lot of chapstick. So- I got chapstick in the back. I never go anywhere without my chapstick. So that I- is the man that Paul modeled his life around. He, yeah. I, I, so took that, I, saw- I took that lesson to heart. I saw Vegas Vic, and you got lip balm. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I learned about lip balm. That was a lot. <laughs> that was a lot to learn. My story seems a little bit more believable. Oh, well, <laughs> I'm telling you. No, I just ran away because I didn't want to be a teacher. Uh, you guys both you both both talked to people who wore chaps and gave you life advice. That's true. <laughs> Learned a lot. Lip chaps and butt chaps. Six of one. The chaps are rocking. Sure, sure. All right, where are we on this scoop now? Oh, I don't know. Uh, let's see. We make cars in 66 seconds, blah, blah, blah. We know that part. It's a very busy anthill. Uh, typically, we all move around in an organized chaos with very little problem. Everyone knows where they need to be and what needs to be delivered from dock to production line, and typically we flow uh, in such a way that everyone moves together. However, sometimes the organized part of organized chaos comes to a halt uh, when that ever-pesky human factor comes into play. This is where my occasional choice paralysis kicks in, and it blows. Uh, there's nothing like moving 18,000 pounds of equipment and parts down a narrow corridor only to be, to be met by an opposing fork truck and then trying to decide what to do. Uh, do I move left and they go right? Uh, me right and them left? Uh, we hit, we both stopped but are now so frozen by this sudden kink in an otherwise smooth process that we sit idle until someone's brain catches up to the moment and they just back up out of the way. Can this guy write a book and can I read it? Because I feel like this is really descriptive. Uh, if he writes a book, then yes, you can read it. 
Kenny, you should write a book. There you go. <laughs> Get out of Indiana. Yeah. Leave Indiana, write a book. But he's going to go is... to the best theater college in, in Kentucky. <laughs> it is right across the river. It's right across the river. It's not far. <laughs> saying it's the best theater college in Kentucky is like saying it's the best movie town in Indiana. Mm-hmm. Uh, one's out of this ordeal. Uh, one of the two uh, realizes they just accidentally went the wrong way or spaced out uh, and didn't know what parts they were delivering, uh, which could have avoided this death by awkwardness situation in the first place. Whether it's simply checking the amount of coffee in a thermos or dealing with a momentary la- lapse of logic while building one of America's most desired SUVs, it happens to the best of us, Matt. At least when it happens again, we'll both know what to do. Cheers, Will. And that's Will who still needs a scoop name. Yes, we will. We will kill everyone. I don't know how that email tells us what you what you should do. Because he was speaking to me as kill. Murder. Kill everyone. Murder. 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 Uh, we have one here from The Mocking Scoop. All right, Mocking Scoop, bring it. Greetings, you fabulous bastards. The Mocking Scoop here from the Great White North. Thank you again for plugging my book as a god by T.G. Shepard. And uh, here's to hoping enough people can pony up the $40 to get me on the Hugo ballot. Yeah, I remember that a few episodes back. We talked about this uh, this author's book, The Mocking Scoop's book, uh, As a God by T.J. Shepard. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Which I started reading. I haven't finished it yet, but I started reading. Uh, very good. I like it. Good. Uh, I'm writing today about episode 308. Best half book you'll ever read, according to Jacob Smith. Uh, Quote me on it. Uh, I'm I'm writing today about episode 308, if I feed them enough scampi and combat sports. (laughs) (laughs) I'm part of a rare community of geeks slash jocks. I can get into an in-depth and passionate discussion about comic books and the infield fly rule. My sport, well, uh, my calling, is in fact combat sports. I'm not talking strip mall karate, though I did that too, to a, to a black belt, but a combat gym. Oh, like Matt. Uh, yeah, for like a month. Yeah. Matt knows all about combat gyms. Yeah. I was I, thinking uh, I watched... Society for Creative Anachronism. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking they're out there with, you know, rubber swords whacking at each other. Uh, my rubber sword whacking days were not part of my combat gym days. Oh, no, mine were days. absolutely part of my combat gym days. Jim loved it. <laughs> Uh, all right. I've been training there in various martial arts. My gym is a true MMA place. Uh, we do multiple weapon arts in Southeast Asian style, boxing, kickboxing, and Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Whoa. And I've got rank and experience in other things, such as archery, fencing, uh, several kinds, and stuff. Wow. I'm really stuff wondering what good archery and fencing do in the combat sports arena. <laughs> if you're allowed to bring a fucking bow and arrow in your MMA fight. Or a sword. <laughs> Guys, give it five years. <laughs> Hunger Games. George St. Pierre comes to the octagon with a bow and arrow. <laughs> nope, the buzzer did not go off, George St. Pierre. That is a disqualification. Oh. <laughs> you pulled the bow too soon. Uh, no, there aren't a lot of women, thanks for asking. Uh, usually just me, but we also get stunt women uh, from the various superhero shows shot here in Vancouver. That's cool. I bet they get a lot, too. I've punched the stunt doubles of pretty much everyone in the casts of Arrow, Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, and Deadpool. They need a lot of uh, stick fighters, and my gym is the best training environment in the city for that. Oh, that's cool. Wow. Cool. Uh, Oh, there was some... What was it? Oh, I think it's the Inhumans. I think that's shooting down in uh, Shreveport. Down in Louisiana Louisiana ways now. You got some friends that were working on that? Yeah, yeah. Good fact, 
Jacob. Yeah, that was a good one. No, I was, I was about to ask Paul, Paul before we went on air. It was like, how many how many combat <laughs> films are being shot in Shreveport? Remember no, you was, asked me that. No, because I was I was just about to ask Paul what the Inhumans are. Because I, I was all that friends are, are doing that. It's a, it's a Marvel thing. It is. But that's all I know about it. They're part of the greater galactic Marvel stuff, basically. You got Black Bolt and a bunch of other... They're like demigods in a way. But right now what's happening is Marvel, in an attempt to fuck Fox... Good. Are basically I always like fucking a fox. They're basically they're a little squirmy when they start, but I mean you, they, they calm down. So Fox owns Me all too. the rights <laughs> to the X Men. Swedish wood. Fox has all the rights to the X Men. Yeah. So what? If you'll notice in the Marvel movies, there have not been many references or any to mutants. And what they're doing is they are slowly changing it to where mutants are going to be known as Inhumans, and so they can—they're going—they're—they're they're doing it in the comics. They're doing it here. Basically, they're wiping out all mutants and replacing them with Inhumans, so that they can do Inhumans and they can stop Fox from doing mutants. It's fucking weird. That is weird. It's a really weird move, and it's a heavy shift in the IP. But it's happening. It's been happening in all the books. What's IP? What's your fancy comic book talk over there? The intellectual property. Oh. Don't no, condescend me. Not, IP the, could mean anything. I'm sorry. The intellectual property of, you know. For the, a second, I, I was regretting asking Paul this question, but now I'm really interested. Well, no, that's what's going on. That makes it's, one of us. It's really. <laughs> I, I, did, I thought you were just pulling my chain. No. The intellectual property. That's the whole thing. Is is, is no, I'm afraid to even ask you what intellectual property is. Oh. <laughs> well, Fox owns all that. X-Men shit. They own X-Men and they own Fantastic Four. Uh, I Marvel- actually bought <laughs> an acre on uh, Albert Einstein's farm and that's the most intellectual property that I have. That's good stuff. That, you can you can grow good on, on that intellectual property. Well, <laughs> Marvel has gone so far. There is not a currently running Fantastic Four book in an attempt to squash that franchise. Wow, this is they strange. Well, the last Fantastic Four movie did a really good job of squashing that franchise. Well, <laughs> here's the thing: like they, that, did, they did an excellent job. Yeah, there, no, I, I, I haven't seen it. I've heard it's it the, was, the worst thing ever. I've tried to watch it twice to. and fell asleep. But twice. apparently, there was a lot of backstage shenanigans too. Like the director knew what he wanted, but they did. You know, I'd too many that, cooks. I watched that movie. But uh, yeah, right. The backstage to that one. Yeah. yeah. Well, there apparently there's a, a new Roger Corman Fantastic Four doc, which you've got to see. If you've never seen Roger Corman's Fantastic Four movie, it's I pretty not. good. I mean, it's really shitty special effects, but yeah. it's got heart. And it anyway, that's one that never got proper release. But uh, same with Fifty Shades of the Parody, a lot right? of heart and shitty special effects. That's that's exactly where we live. That's our sweet zone. But it's kind of crazy. Fantastic Four, they are the first family of Marvel, and they have been excised in order to try and retain, regain the rights from Fox and to just squanch the value of that property. Squanch! Um, we got squanchy. Squanch! Kitchy, when you bust through a wall, what is your wall made out of? Squanch. Adamantium. Do you squatch that wall? It's made out of men's hearts. Uh, <laughs> I Ooh, burn. Whoa. Meow. It's made of intellectual properties. Oh my gosh. That sounds Smashing real through smart. intellectual property. That Boom. sounds really smart. Well, the chassis of it is IP. <laughs> but the actual actual axles are PI. Right. Um, where are we in this one? Uh, we're waiting for Kitchy to tell us what the walls are made of. She's not going to. She's, she's keeping her showbiz secrets. <laughs> Good. A lady has to keep some secrets. 
I thought you were going to make fun of me because I told you to do your job earlier. Now you're telling me to do mine. <laughs> That's not why I'm going to make fun of you. There's plenty of other fodder, I know. There are more women in the kickboxing classes that run in the gym as, uh, as well, and they are badasses, but I take the combat side, and it's sparser. So, uh, yeah, so there you go. We got, we got a lady here who goes to the gym. She uh, she kicks some ass. Anyway, the original letter mentioned uh, the HEMA. And I've trained at a school up here uh, that does the same kind of work, Renaissance sword fighting and unarmed combat based on old manuscripts and oral tradition. Uh, Paul, pause for Paul to fixate on the word oral. Almost. I was already Almost. There. Oh, man. That was in her if, letter? If, if you can beat dudes up, the last thing I want is oral. <laughs> I've never been so emasculated and rock hard at the same time. The oral tradition... I do love a good oral tradition. Are we talking like hands on the balls or like a finger in the asshole too? Like That is the tradition. That is the greatest oral tradition. <laughs> finger in the asshole. Two bits. The rusty trombone oral tradition. Whoop. That's, a, that's what makes it. This, this trombone is from the Renaissance. That's, what's <laughs> I, that's why it's so rusty. <laughs> that's why it's rusty. Wop, wop, wop. In fact, if you guys come to Vancouver, which was mentioned as a possible location for a remote scoop fest, it is. We we love Vancouver. Yeah, uh, I'll take you around to the gym, the uh, oh, Academy God, that's a Duello. <laughs> yeah, the last thing I want to do is go to that gym. Oh, get me away, Calgon. Uh, the maestro is an old friend of mine, and it's more like chess than what I do. Uh, small motions that ended big results. Now, this is this is the gym. I think what she's talking about is the gym with like the the swords and, and oh, cool. all that kind of stuff. I okay, think, I think you'd be okay here. Paul. I would like to. see Oh, it's it. like medieval times without the horses. Exactly. That, Great. That's the Society for Creative Anachronism stuff I was talking yeah, about. Yeah. <laughs> medieval times without the horses was the bar that that, that Marvel opened in an attempt to crunch. Uh, <laughs> The uh, Fox Fox owns Medieval Times, <laughs> so they, they opened up Medieval Times without horses. Oh, and it was man. like, oh fuck, those fuckers. Yeah, yeah. I like it a lot, but it's not my uh, how shall we say idiom. I'm a bull. <laughs> I hit things till they fall down, and then I stomp on them. Idiom, not my idiom. Is I funny. love it. That's some Monty Python shit. I was all ready to tut tut at you guys about women's MMA, but you were a respectful and b uh, correct. So good on you. Good. Hooray I, for I, us. I, I'm glad we were respectful and correct. Look at those that. Are, those that are two things that we rarely rare are. Rare as fuck. <laughs> uh, I didn't realize, this is a long school meal, but it ends up with us getting a compliment. This yeah. is how it got on air. You know? Exactly. <laughs> just, we'll, we'll, go, we'll go to great lengths for a compliment. I don't remember talking about women's MMA, but boy, do I love the, the women's side of UFC right I now. I remember because uh, uh, we're so respectful of it, and, uh, and that's surprising <laughs> to people. That's what I remember about it. I mean, I'm so respectful of it, I don't even take note of talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> that's how respectful I am. Yeah, on it. that's. Funny. I don't even see color. No. <laughs> I feel like if we keep talking about it, you're gonna mess it up, and then it's no longer gonna be respectful. I, I rarely, <laughs> I rarely see the gender of the person who's punching me in the face. No, no, hardly ever. I just uh, a, a punch to my face is a punch to my face. I rarely stop to check. <laughs> I hardly ever lift the tail. <laughs> I've been doing this enough to remember being told that no one would ever watch women fight. Uh, they were wrong. They've been uh, doing that since the dawn of time. Uh, now I'm just rooting for the first male-female televised match to happen in my Whoever lifetime. Whoever said that was a blind person. <laughs> uh, whoever said that does not have the internet. <laughs> Hello. I mean, even just, I mean, before MMA, there was, you know, mud and jello. Yeah. <laughs> 
and oil. There was, right. There was bitches in the halls at school. I don't yeah, know exactly. What you guys, like, That's true. I remember that show. <laughs> yeah. The most in high school, the most vicious fights I saw were between women. Oh, always. Yeah. Yeah. I saw a girl spear another girl, like literally <laughs> ran across the like the lunchroom and jumped full like arms straight out and knocked her down. I saw a girl pop another girl's eyeball out of her head. Oh, oh what? That sounds like, Jacob. like claws to the eye Jacob, popped what? out of the head. Oh, Fucking God. kill Bill shit right there. <laughs> it was horrible. And that was in like eighth grade too. Oh, it was bad. That is my soon, nightmare. Oh, oh, it was eye shit. Paul hates eye shit. Oh, because yeah. then you're looking around. <laughs> oh, you see all crazy. Oh shit. Did she, was it her eye okay? I mean, I, it was I out believe, of her socket. Yeah, it, she. The next time I saw her, her, both eyes were back in her head. Oh no, she went through that. And you were shit. like, and you were like, something's different about you. <laughs> it might have been the no, look, I'm over here. Look at me. Look at me. I'm over here. Over here. I'm trying to place what's different about you. Hello. Over here. Oh, you're still you're still at this school. I thought you transferred as a different pupil. Bleh, bleh, bleh. That's what she gets for saying sock it to me. Yeah. And then a dentist came along and did a tooth extraction. And there were these horrible noises as the oh. dentist was doing the tooth extraction. Oh. I'm like, just trying to hit Matt, like, too. I know. No. <laughs> but uh, her name is Iris, and she's fine now. <laughs> Paul hates eye stuff. Matt hates teeth things. It's fine. Oh, oh yeah. God damn it. So she says she's just rooting for You can for the- look around. That's the thing. You can look around. I've like, never thought about the looking around the, part. You can, look around. you can still look around with sure, the eyes yeah. in the still socket. Still attached. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But out of the socket, you can see shit you were never meant to see. Like what? Are you, like what? I don't think that's how that works, honey. <laughs> like your well, I guess cheek. You could, I guess you could look t- directly at your cheek. I guess you could like turn it around and look inside your own eye socket. Right? Oh god! <laughs> you my fucking brain. Oh god! Oh, you could look at your your. You could look at the nerves holding your eye you together. Could. Okay, now it's getting me. Now it's getting uh. me. <laughs> you could oh. see your eyelashes. And just then, the table tennis team was walking by. <laughs> oh, my God. Can you imagine if they knocked it around like a tennis ball? Like a ping pong ball? What? A, the things you'd see. Oh. <laughs> You're not supposed to see. You're not supposed to see a, a paddle smacking your eye. Things that you're never meant to see. Oh, like, you wouldn't even have to turn your head. You'd see the whole match without turning your head. What kind of table tennis watching is that? It's unnatural. It's not meant to be. No, 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 no. It's an affront to everything. How big are the table tennis tables that you normally watch where you have to turn your head to watch them? (laughs) Real big. (laughs) Olympic size. Oh, I only watch Olympic size table tennis. We just call that tennis. (laughs) Well... No, because it's played on a table. <laughs> <laughs> They're standing at the edges of it. Oh, the night it wasn't at the Olympics, because I saw two tables playing tennis <laughs> on a regular court. Normal court, grass court, actually. Two tables? Two, tables. two folding tables yeah, playing tennis? Two folding playing tennis. It was Hell table yeah. tennis. Well, it was a folding table and a cocktail table. <laughs> Game, set, and love, cocktail table. <laughs> Woohoo! You mean cocktail table takes it. You're dead. You haven't. You ain't got four legs to stand on. Uh, <laughs> cocktail table apparently didn't need four legs to stand on. 
cocktail table takes the win. Come here here to present the trophy is an ottoman. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Furniture Olympics. In the Junior League. What is the furniture's favorite a, empire? A breakfast of the ottoman. <laughs> the ottoman empire. Right. A, a TV table has is, is won the junior competition. Well, you know, a lot of people said a TV tray couldn't do it, but he did. He stood in there, strong as any. You know, this TV tray, his legs are long and spindly. He doesn't sit up well. He's not stable in the normal sense of a table. Mom, mom, please. But he does it, and I'm I'm just so proud of you, TV table. Thank just you, so mom. proud of you. Thank you. I'm just so proud of you. I love you. TV love table you, TV really table. Can't, can't. The the TV table really can't take a punch. Some uh, people would say it's collapsible. It That's folds true. under the pressure. Mm-hmm. There we go. Well, it's a good thing he's not a boxer, then, isn't it? Oh, he's a table tenniser. Ah, <laughs> uh, speaking of boxers, I've ended friendships over my personal matches. I don't. Uh, I don't ring fight anymore. I don't enjoy getting punched in the face. Wow. Um, oh, but I've ended. Uh, I've ended. We friendships. say wow, but that makes more sense than what we understand to happen mixed martial arts. Yeah. Most people don't like people punching him in the face and most people wouldn't like the person after they got punched you in the face you know who doesn't like it is Ronda Rousey yeah she Ronda really Rousey dislikes getting punched in the face no, she doesn't like it. Ronda Rousey Kimbo sh- Slice doesn't like you it you want to talk about like what you want to Too do soon. to kiss for a hundred bucks he is all how did he die from a punch to the face, to the face. oh no no, no. no. how did he die diabetes no. His eyeball no, came out of his head. <laughs> <laughs> he saw something he wasn't supposed to. He was never meant to see. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Somebody knocked my eye on my socket. I, I tried to close it, but, it, you know, it was out of the socket. I looked up I looked up into my own nose, and then I left the planet. Kimbo Slice, you have seen what is not to be seen. <laughs> you are no longer allowed to exist on this plane of reality. Farewell. <laughs> wow. And that that alien such is the judgment of the all-seeing aliens. That alien's name was Diabetes. <laughs> I am Diabetes of the all-seeing aliens from Centauri Four. <laughs> Uh, From the sugar nebula. <laughs> Official cause of death is heart failure, which I always hate when I see that because isn't that everyone's cause of death? Yeah, that's what, usually the cause of death when they don't know how you died. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. So he might have been hit by a steamroller. Could have been. <laughs> we don't know for sure. Uh, we do know We do know for sure that that didn't happen. <laughs> no, now you said that you don't know cause of death is still up in the air. I'm think, going steamroller. He was because nothing else in this world could take out Kimbo Slice. <laughs> he, he was too tough a man. He was uh, look, he was looking at his own eye socket. He was distracted, and the steamroller just slowly. Wow, ran look at all over. this stuff that I, I shouldn't be able to see. This I can. Oh my feet! Oh my shins! Oh my knees! Ooh, my upper thigh area. Oh, God, oh that my groinal zone. All Paul is oh, doing right now belly. is saying the lines Ooh, that he wished had been in Who Framed Roger Rabbit oh, when Chris Lloyd's character got run over by a steamroller. Oh, my chest. Ooh, <laughs> oof, part of my left arm. Oh, my right arm and hands. Oh, my shoulders. Oh, my head. Boy, I can still see amazing stuff. <laughs> Kimbo got run over by a roller. <laughs> Looking at his eyes, I get St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day! That should be... We're writing that. We're writing the Kimbo Slice got ran over by steamroller. St. Patrick's Day song. Uh, Looking through his eye socket on St. Patrick's Day. Oh, my God. Yes. 
Oh, yes. Now the lake is dyed all greenish. <laughs> and the beer is green as well. But Kimbo's eye is out his socket. What he's looking at, no one can really tell. No one can tell. <laughs> Be careful, please, Kimbo. <laughs> There's a steam truck on the way. <laughs> and while you're looking at some other shit, it's gonna hit your leg and roll you down. Oh shit, I lost it. It's gonna hit your leg today. It's yeah. gonna roll your leg over today. There you go. Thank yeah. you, Kitchy. That that works. Alright. Well, yeah, the he luck was, uh, was not with Kimbo. <laughs> admitted to a hospital uh, on this lucky heart failure short time later on a mass of his liver. A steamroller no. got his liver. <laughs> And it squished it up in lots of grody ways. Lots of ways. Kimbo got run over by a steamroller. It's not St. Patrick's without Kimbo. <laughs> just so, uh, just so I and our listeners can prepare. How long is this song? <laughs> yes. Huh? Just so me and the and the rest of the listeners can prepare. How long well, is this song? What it, what, it, what it lacks in quality, we make up for in quantity. Yeah, yeah. a corned beef and hash line is good. It yeah. should be in there. You're right. Kitchy's in on this writing credit. Yep, she's right. Kitchy's in. She's right. Kimbo got ran over by a steamroller walking on a bridge on St. Patrick's Day. You can say there's no such thing as leprechauns, and you are probably still right to this day. Kitchy, I have a proposition for you. You're going to be confused because it does not involve me giving you $100 to make out with your friend. But I would like you to do an act where you go entirely as Kimbo Slice. While getting run over by a steamroller. While getting run over by a steamroller. I mean, I know. Uh, with one eye out the socket. I can't be the first Irish guy to ask you to do this. But. <laughs> well, if, if I do, like, the eyeball coming out of the socket, I want to twirl it, like, it's a tassel. Oh! Oh, if you could get all three to twirl at the same time, that would be impressive. That You could actually do a really groovy Kill Bill bit with the twirly eye socket if you twirl your eyeball things. though I you're gonna get really dizzy with with yeah the twirling eye why who has it yeah Kitchy, no one's doing twirling eyes right twirling now. eye no, and the tassels yeah eye tassel eye tassels <laughs> <laughs> the latest and straight off the line from apple the eye tassel <laughs> she's saying things she shouldn't no one should see that. No burlesque performer should witness what she's clearly seeing. What? Boobs were not meant to look at from this angle. <laughs> right? <laughs> Upwards only, not downwards. <laughs> uh, by the way, why uh, is this act called the Kimbo Slice? <laughs> <laughs> well, let me direct you to this song. Wait, was Kimbo Slice a zombie? Was he a leprechaun? <laughs> What this this act is really confusing. <laughs> I feel like all it's my a zombie acts, leprechaun. All my acts are just gonna somehow like leak back to like scoops. Like it's just well, I don't understand what this is. Well, let me tell you about yeah, the right. social. All the alt right burlesque people are pissed. She's not blackface. Yeah, Jesus, come on. All right. Uh, uh, by the way, uh, Rousey is a judo ka. With, uh, with fearsome takedowns and finishes on the ground. Uh, Jiu-Jitsu is a different art, so is Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, my wrestling style. So in a roundabout way, you came to the correct combat strategy as exemplified by Couture, uh, boxes a wrestler, or box a wrestler, and wrestler wrestle a boxer. Yeah. She doesn't oh, get a chance talking to, about that, yeah. She doesn't get a chance to wrestle that boxer, that's all. That's right. But she uh, got boxed. 
So in lieu of a question, let me share uh, with you two of my favorite stories about being a woman in combat sports. This is still the same letter? <laughs> this is. It's a long letter. Both, we've had a lot of long letters today. I know. Oh, Again, we've had books. one and a half long letters today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I happen to need to use the oh, washroom. My, my beer is now touching the ground. No, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> your beer? My beard. Oh, no. my, my eyeball. <laughs> you, should, you should pick it up. I shouldn't uh, see my ankles like this. I gotta get this eyeball trimmed. I gotta get to the barber. <laughs> my eyes are growing out of their sockets. Can you imagine if that happened? If your eyeball grew out and all long and weird? I can't imagine that. If it was like a balloon animal looking eyeball. Do your eyes hang low? Do they walk? <laughs> oh, kit just fitting right in. Your eyes grew long and weird? That'd be awesome. <laughs> so I happened to use I happened to need to use the washroom while out, and I was uh, near my old gym. I saw uh, one of my old instructors, a woman, and uh, one of my closest friends was there. And I went in to say hi and use the bathroom. She is 135 or 130 pounds and is five five, and she was training with a man who's approximately 260 pounds uh, and six two or more. Sounds like a fair fight. Sure. I'm bigger than her, 5'7", and then about 190 pounds. She came over to me smiling and then muttered under her breath, fight this guy. I'm running late for something, I respond. She smiled and said it won't take long. Oh, snap. She calling him out. What a deuce. Calling the shots. I came out of the change room in my inadequate uh, backup gear and joined them on the mats. They were wrestling. We squared off, touch hands, and he came at me. I let him take me to the ground, and then he did what every single big guy who thinks he can wrestle does. He tried to pin me. I am I'm immediately turned on, yeah. Oh, shit. Sorry. Snail tail. Oh. I shucked out from under him, took his belt, and choked him. Whoa! If you were a chicken. This is getting even better. I'm, <laughs> I'm so much more turned on now. If you were a kitchen, you would laughed at him, then choked him. <laughs> <laughs> no, laughing while I'm choking yeah. him. That's, that's how it works. Okay. <laughs> he tapped out. Total fight time, about the same as Rousey and Nunez. Whoa. I also tapped out just listening. <laughs> <laughs> tapped out all over the ground. Oh, tapped out. Oh, oh. Tank's empty. <laughs> I leapt to my feet, thanked them both, and said, gotta run, and sprinted to change. On my way into the change room, I heard the guy exclaim, what the fuck just happened? My friend responded, she killed you, and now she has your gun, badge, and radio. Turned out the guy was a cop. Oh, shit. Oh, uh, I thought it was bad when I accidentally drag raced a cop. You actually <laughs> choked out a cop. She's about to get arrested or married. What's happening here? Dude, handcuffs are also involved in this story. Uh, they are now. This needs pit penthouse. This dear penthouse. I never thought it would happen to me. Dear sweat house. Dear sweat house. Uh, second story. Another friend had just opened his own gym and had no senior students. He asked me to... Uh, it's either senior students or senior su- students. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, like He had no senior students. Hey, welcome, Hola. senior students. I'm oh, senior students. So I was definitely thinking the, the latter. I was thinking like 80-year-old women like in oh, boxing gloves. I think it's just like talking. lined up at the door at 6 a.m. This is my friend, Pupil. Just a Don't whole lot of students eye. who eat dinner at 4.30. I was not meant to see what I see. I did it anyway. That's it. Senior students. Senior students. Oh, no, it's diabetes. You should not see. It's diabetes, the alien. I am diabetes, the alien from the sugar nebula. <laughs> you can no longer exist in this plane of existence. Adios, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Senior students, R.I.P. <laughs> Why is it that Paul's offensive Mexican accent immediately goes to Slowpoke Rodriguez from Speedy Gonzalez? <laughs> because he's my favorite one. 
I love Slobo Rodriguez. Uh, he asked me to come along one day and yeah, fight some of his guys. I was a senior blue belt about mid-range in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, which only has five belts, white, blue, purple, brown, and black. I'm a senior blue belt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a three-stripe uh, three purple now. I'm Good se- job. <laughs> I'm a senior blue belt, so they call me Papa Smurf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I saw the preview for the new Smurfs movie the other day. Rock hard. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, I think this I just is jacked be all the way through it. I, I just I, I could not l- stop jacking. A little bit better. It's, I never I saw the first one. The first two apparently. Oh, there were Wait, two. There was two. <laughs> yeah, there were two. Yeah, this new one is is gotten more. It's all CG. It's all animation. Wait, the other ones weren't all animated? No, the other ones had live action shit. It was terrible, and they looked weird. They looked like they looked like they'd been pooped. <laughs> they didn't look like Smurfs. They look like somebody. Listen, down just Smurf. Hey, Terry, your shit animation. Just turn all your brown to blue, and I can I can get you on a hundred screens. Oh my god! Uh, By the way, my uh, my prediction for the new Smurfs, Smurfs movie is that they find a village of all uh, female Smurfs. Oh, uh, with with maybe one one guy. Smurf. Jacob, call the shots. I'm calling it. Oh, I'm calling the new Smurfs movie. I retweeted this like, tweet. Somebody like put anyone this up. besides me is going to this movie. <laughs> yeah. this thing oh, fucks. you're gonna have to tell me if I'm right. <laughs> I, I'm the only one going to this movie. I buy. Wow. You're gonna have to let me know. I bought a bunch of the Smurfs Happy Meals, but I never went and saw the movie. I took my uh, kids to Moana. Oh, good. How yeah. was it? Uh, Moana, I some more. Moana. Um, it's it's actually it's a, it's a good movie. Uh, the the last uh, part Lin-Manuel makes Miranda. no sense. Okay. Yeah, Lin 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 Manuel Miranda. Miranda wrote some really great songs. Yes, so some he, really good songs. The music in it is fantastic, yeah. actually. Across yeah. the board, like I was actually wanting to listen to it without my kids wanting to listen to it. Right? Oh, nice. And then I stopped myself, realizing that once it comes out, my kids will probably watch it a thousand times. Yep. You're so gonna hear it a lot. I'm gonna hear it a lot. Yeah. So I, I, I withheld, but I, I was surprised by it. You, uh, you decided the, on less wanna. The end. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, For now, the Rock isn't it? He's yeah. he's excellent. Yeah, he, he's, he's really very good. good. He's yeah. very good. Yeah, he's a he's a driven man. Yeah, uh, I retweeted. Well, this, he's in Fast and Furious. This tweet that just had me fucking cracked up. Uh, Stephen Miller. Of Trump's AIDS, there's a picture of oh, him, no. and it just the tweet just said, "What truly motivates Stephen Miller other than a desire to catch and eat a Smurf?" And he just <laughs> looks like fucking Gargamel. Looks like Gargamel. Oh my god! Like Gargamel. It's oh, so funny. No. It's so funny. That's why he's trying to get everything to go back to a gold standard. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Because that Gargamel was an alchemist. He wanted to turn the Smurfs into gold. Yeah. Hey, oh, hey. there was one today that I saw that was uh, Trump and the whole cabinet uh, saying they're all giving thumbs up. And uh, the caption on the picture was, why does Mike Pence look like he's never given a thumbs up before? (laughs) (laughs) He looked so awkward just standing there like with his thumbs kind of. That whole picture was woof. Woof. I screwed up and I forgot my belt at home. Laughing, uh, my friend handed me a white belt and said, don't tell them anything. Oh, so she's she's going incognito oh, here. She's geez. wearing a lesser belt. That's that's actually uh, not cool, I would think. Actually. I would think so. In martial yeah. arts, I believe that's that would be considered. That's a little cheaty magoo right there. Yeah. Belichick handed you a white yeah. belt. Yeah. Belichick handed her a white belt. It was mm-hmm. a, a, a disinflated white belt. Look, here's, here's an improperly inflated yep. white belt, and here's tapes of this person fighting other fights that you can take a look at. <laughs> Go and win. So I'm the only uh, woman and older than all of the other students by at least 10 years, except Not, for one dude. And they've never seen belt. <laughs> They've never seen me before, and I'm wearing a white belt. Hilarity ensues. Now, these kids are not observant, as clueless as most young adults male can, males can be. Hey, 
Oh, wait, I'm not yet. Mansplaining. Proceed. Uh, they don't seem to notice that I don't need instruction, that I'm asking uh, quiet and very technical questions, and that at least twice their teacher turned to me and asked for my opinion about something. All well and good, no problems. Uh, then we get to sparring. When I'm fighting uh, young slash inexperienced dudes, I don't go too hard. I'm a big, strong woman, and I'm, well, I'm a, I'm a mean fighter when you push me, but not in training. In training, I want to encourage people, make them better, give them confidence, but this one kid was not getting it. I haven't had two orgasms in a while. <laughs> Until now, he was a trifle, shall we say, husky. And he had a bit of a mouth on him. Oh, oh. Nothing, nothing like a husky mouth. <laughs> you got a husky mouth, you got boy. A husky mouth, boy. <laughs> you just described my wonder years. Oh, Jesus. Uh, while he was performing what appeared to be his signature move, which was to flop down and rest his belly on his opponent, oh. thinking that this had them pinned to the ground, he yammered constantly about what a badass he was. I've trained in Muay Thai. I've trained in this. I've trained in that. Uh, I admit, I uncharacteristically thought, well, you're not training very hard, are you? Uh, I'd watch him fight two other people. His uh, little flop and pin worked on them because they knew nothing. I'm trained in more dessert. I'm trained in more dinner. I'm trained in more uh, By the way, ladies, snacks. the flop and pin always works on me. <laughs> That's actually the name of the bar that uh, Marvel's changed the names. It's true. The flop and pin. To the flop and pin. Yeah. Used to be the Fantastic Four. Yeah, trying uh -huh. to get the rights back. Yeah, yeah. The flop and pins. Weird, weird name change. <laughs> I, who almost uh, never have a weight or strength advantage, uh, knew how to deal with him. I didn't go for finishes. I was just working uh, technique. Escape, uh, take a new position, let him escape. He was clearly Work not that grasping technique. that I was controlling the situation. Everything that he did, I allowed him to do. He was getting more and more frustrated about my refusal to just submit <laughs> to his mighty flop. My, my belly needs gravity. <laughs> let me lay on you and you go still. <laughs> he started to get aggressive. It still didn't work. So he uh, he stood up at one point when I was on my back. I let him, though I thought it might be good for him to work uh, open guard with my feet on his hips. Reared back his hand and started to punch to my head. What? Whoa! This was not an MMA class. It was strictly wrestling. This is a dick move on a good day and 100% against the rule right. set we're using just then. Well, now you both have broken one rule. Yep. With now your, you're with even. With your fancy white belt. With well, your fancy deflated white belt. Let's see. Uh, and he does, uh, as he does this, he intones, well, I could just punch you in the face. Uh, before he Let's could get his fist plays out. more than a few inches... I knocked him down with a double ankle sweep, which is sort of like uh, screaming and fuck you too, little man, since it's not something that works on any competent fighter. He falls like a tree, and I use his momentum uh, to pull myself to a crouch and plant one knee in his belly. Uh, and I say, yeah. Not his big flat belly. <laughs> oh. That's his moneymaker. Come on. His belly flappy. Pillsbury Doughboy, defeat. <laughs> Uh, I said uh, I could just punch you in the balls. This is wrestling, not a street fight. Uh, I said in a flat and calm manner. I wasn't upset. I wasn't scared. I was making a point. I got to say at this point, whenever I'm telling a story and I say that I said something in a flat and calm <laughs> manner and that I was not upset that it I was, was making a point. Exact opposite. It was neither flat nor calm. <laughs> I was upset. I was still making a point. Then I, I believe that part. Then I calmly and professionally <laughs> let go of his testicles. <laughs> As a professional would. And they were flat. <laughs> and then my testosterone subsided amidst this really intense fight. <laughs> uh, he didn't want to fight anymore. His teacher high-fived me. This was apparently uh, what he was hoping was going to happen. 
Uh, apparently, the next class, he uh, sat everyone down, explained who I was, and gave them shit for not paying attention to the reality of the situation. They saw a woman and assumed I couldn't fight. Uh, I have more stories like that. I have lots of stories like that. Uh, in any case, I hope you enjoyed these ones. Uh, if there was ever going to be a Vancouver Scoop Fest, <laughs> please feel free to give my contact info to anyone who's organizing it. I do logistics for a living, and I'm down with helping. Also, awesome. uh, buy my book, uh, As a God, by T.G. Shepard on Amazon Kindle eBooks. All my love to the best uh, and the best of the salt pork. And this is from The Mocking Scoop. Thank you, Mocking Scoop. Thank you. Thank you, Mocking Scoop. I will not fuck with you if I ever see you. Yeah. And if you do, you should not be a big fat guy. <laughs> I'm actually, I just wrote a book called As a Flop. Oh, that ruins my plans as of a being a big fat as, guy. As a flop, yeah. Flopping pin. Yeah. Let my belly hit you. Give me the flopping pin. Come on, just, my belly's hungry for fighting. Just enjoy my belly. <laughs> Where are you going? Just enjoy my belly pinning. <laughs> okay, I'll enjoy it. Just let, let's let it happen. Okay. Just, one belly, before dinner, can we just have one belly pin? Oh, Fine. Oh, it feels so good. It feels so good when my belly holds you to the ground. You're, you're right. Oh. You're right, it does. I was right with the world. <laughs> Chalk versus nerd. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it is time. Time for that next battle in the war of Chalks versus the nerd. This is from Jake. Hi, Jake. Jack question. There are 30 teams in Major... I like that he just jumps right into it. No preamble at all. Uh, me too. There yeah. are 30 teams it's in late. Major League Baseball, each with their own home stadiums. Below is a list of categories that several stadiums are named after or the uh, naming rights are sold to uh, as of the 2016 season. Your task is to rank them from most to fewest based on the number of stadiums that match each category. There's five of one category, four of another, and uh, so on down to one. Okay, this is for Paul. That's a lot. This, yeah, this, this, this is going to be for Paul. I think he's going to sweep this category. That's a lot of crazy. Okay. Lay your belly on this category. <laughs> put, your, put your belly right on it. Flop, <clears throat> flop your belly on this category. All right, so I'm going to give you, uh, I'm gonna give you uh, five different categories here. One of them has five stadiums named after that co- category, uh, four, three, two, and one. Okay. Uh, so, so yeah, it, it, it's, it's pretty self-explanatory. That's that's I can deal with that. That's yeah. a little less crazy sounding than. I'm so the categories that. are <clears throat> banks, beer companies, chewing gum companies, insurance companies, and orange juice companies. Oh, wow. Go, uh, so which of those have the most? Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm sorry. One more time, please. Banks, beer, gum, insurance, and orange juice. I'm gonna go insurance. Okay. Banks. Good. Chewing gum, okay. Beer, orange juice. Uh, you went zero for five. What? Whoa! Uh, you got banks and insurance flip flopped at the very ah, top. Damn. Banks is five, insurance is four, uh, beer is three, uh, orange juice is two, and gum is one. Oh, okay. Uh, let's see. We have uh, he he gave he gave us the he gave us the ones. It's uh, Chase Globe Life Park Bush Stadium. Oh wait, sorry. Uh, Chase Field. Oh, I see what it is. So Chase Field uh, the, has the the Diamondbacks. So it's Chase City Field, uh, Citizens Park, which is the uh, the Phillies, uh, Comerica uh, Comerica Park, which is the Tigers, and PNC Park, which is the Pirates. Uh, Globe Life Park, uh, Rangers. This is insurance. Uh, Great American. We believe. Him. We believe. Him. Yeah, we believe it's, it's, and on down to Wrigley, which is the Cubs. Yes. 
Uh, there you go. I thought for sure Hubba Bubba Stadium was still a thing, but I guess <laughs> no, 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 they closed down. Wrong. I mean, in Big League Chew still doesn't secure a stadium, which I is mean, makes it no blew up fucking a little sense. Bit, but, uh, Why doesn't Big League Chew have a stadium? Mm-hmm. Oh, they are missing out. Why doesn't Orbits? Spicer Stadium. Oh, Spicer Stadium would be there. So it was bottom of the ninth. <laughs> Dentine Ice Park. That's why Spicer Stadium is going to say you just float away. Smile. The big white teeth. The following celebrities have, according to Wikipedia, guest starred on The Simpsons either five, four, three, two, or one times. Okay, this is for me. Match up the stadium to the count. Yes. Gary Coleman, Glenn Close, Stephen Hawking, Hugh Hefner, and Penn Jillette. Okay. How many times has Pendulette been on The Simpsons, Matt? I believe he's been on... Uh, I think he's been on twice. Okay. I think Stephen Hawking's been on multiple. So I'm going to go with Hawking as the most. Okay. What, you got uh, Glenn Close, Gary Coleman, and Hugh Hefner left. Okay. I'm going to go I'm gonna go Hawking, Hugh Hefner. Okay. Uh, Gary Coleman. Okay. Penn and... Glenn Close. You went two out of five. Yeah. Uh, Gary Coleman is indeed number three, and Penn is indeed number two, which is obviously the most important one. Uh, Glenn Close is number five. Uh, Stephen Hawking only has four, and Hugh only has one. All right. I will still take my jock versus nerd victory. That's right. To the bank. Cha-ching. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put that it, puppy Which has the, five take that MLB stadiums. And put it under my belly and flap upon it. <laughs> flop. Flop upon it. And flap upon it. My belly flop and flap. Ladies, I am also susceptible to the flop and flap maneuver. See that when I got to laugh. Also the flapjack maneuver. Certainly. You give me pancakes, you can do whatever you want. My belly is susceptible to flap to the flapjack maneuver. My big round skin tent. I'll give you an Indian bird. My big round skin tent that you like. My big round bushy skin tent. Bushy? Bushy. I'm bushy. Bushy. Didn't take I have a bushy belly. A big round skin tent. Mm. I do not have a bushy belly. Get in my big bushy skin tent. Speaking of bushy tents, I want to thank Ken Gillette for creating this podcast. <laughs> Land strip. Land strip. Landing strip. Come on. You have a bushy front. belly, Kitchy? Oh, yeah. Everyone should come see it. It's my number one feature. <laughs> um, like if that's what I remember. Like, top five acts. And it's just like, whoa! <laughs> whoa! <laughs> I've heard of a treasure trail. That's a goddamn scavenger map. Las Vegas Magazine calls it the most surprising burlesque act in town. <laughs> Surprise! I'm George the Animal Steel. R.I.P. Right. Uh, he did. He passed away today. Yep. Oh, Gone, so too sad. Gone too soon. Gone too soon. Who else? I want to thank all the listeners for uh, uh, yeah. for hearing this. If you're hearing this, uh, thank you. I'm talking to you. Thanks well, and we got to thank the uh, the Patreons because this is a bonus episode. This is a bonus episode. So thank you to the uh, the 433 people who backed us last month. That's right. Uh, you uh, you, can you back me next month. There you go. <laughs> that was a sexual joke. Oh, I thought you just wanted more like uh, passport purses. <laughs> um, <laughs> And sonic we screwdrivers. Are, we are dangling on the edge. We are on the precipice for next month's bonus episode. I'm really so. impressed that I remember that it was called a sonic screwdriver. Double check. Yeah. Just want to just want to pat myself on the back for that. All right, <laughs> every dollar helps. Thank you so much. Yes, uh, it helps pay all of our bills. Uh, it helps us grow our podcast. 
and uh, it also makes us feel good about ourselves. No, sure. uh, it uh, does. It does. It does. Uh, but, you know, we are uh, moving towards trying to do this uh, uh, full time. So uh, we are a little above the goal for next month right now. Oh, good. We, we've moved up from the last time I checked. Last we're, time I checked, we were a dollar over. <laughs> now we are. Now we're like uh, twenty nine dollars over. Fine, that's Aww. a little bit of a buffer. That's so moving in the right direction. Close, yeah. close. We're still over. Yeah, yeah. Got to keep on moving those scoops. Got to keep on moving. Keep on, keep on, um, keep on, thank you for you guys for being a subscriber. And if you have a chance to show, uh, put up some reviews on iTunes or some other any other place you podcast review, that'd be great. Do so. That helps, helps us, us out. a ton. Um, and if you want to turn someone else onto the podcast, we appreciate that so much. But careful. Just one person. Just one person. It's an obelisk scheme. It's anything, not a pyramid. Anything more is a pyramid scheme. Mm-hmm. There's a very small to, pyramid on top. You have to verify that they're actually turned on to it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Grab them in the crotch when yeah. you tell them about it. That's See right. See if there's action Check happening. Check their wood. If there's yeah. action happening, you turn them on to the punch. Check their wood and or gush. And I very calmly. <laughs> Check their bush belly. And in a relaxed voice. <laughs> Grabbed their genitals and asked them if they were turned on to this podcast. Yeah. I was very calm and very relaxed. Was, flat tone. It's professional. And I yeah. said, get in my big skin tent. <laughs> we should have never given you that cheesecake. You've been lounging the entire episode. Oh, yeah. Uh, skin tent. If you haven't gone over to mm. patreon.com slash scoops, head over to patreon.com slash scoops. Uh, you'll see some uh, some good stuff you can get there. Starting at a dollar a month. Uh, start start sending a little jingle our way for this uh, sometimes funny podcast. There you go. <laughs> I want to thank uh, our audio mafia, our visual mafia, our data mafia, and of course our social media mafia. All the people who help uh, keep at Hey Scoops alive on every social media platform. Yep. Keep the conversation going seven days a week and meet other scoops uh, and keep the social aspect of this podcast uh, going. Thank you to part. the scoops that have showed up to Fifty Shades this week. It's mm-hmm. been really nice to meet you. And thank you so much for coming out and supporting our job as well as yeah. our podcast. You're if you're ever in Vegas on a Wednesday night, come out to the Bucket Show. Kitchy, you should do. A, you should perform. Now that everybody wants to know what you look like, you should do something at our at our, our show. Oh, absolutely! I would yeah. love to. All right. Well, there you go. Should Kitchy, it be snakes Kitchy on the plane? Did do a triple threat one? <laughs> that would probably. I did do triple threat the other she night. Did, did, she did triple threat one. That was my first threat. one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you burlesque on our stream, that would increase our viewership somewhat. If, if I just whipped out my titties. <laughs> yeah. Paul's whipped out his, and for some reason, we got less subscribers. Well, <laughs> I, I, because my bushy belly. <laughs> Las Vegas Magazine calls it the most surprising burlesque act. <laughs> I'm surprised this is an act. <laughs> I'm surprised we're I'm su- calling this burlesque. I'm surprised that he did any. Uh, did he try this before he did this? Did I he think show his it to anyone? Just came off. <laughs> I don't think this is a burlesque. This is a malfunction. This is a man who had an accident and took his clothes off. <laughs> That's what this is. This guy should go back into teaching. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if ever. Problematically, he should teach theater. Oh. So, I am an I am an IMT, and you are in an unhealthy situation. <laughs> I've tried to cut this man's pants off. Oh, uh, that's what oh, it was. It was were, an IMT. Were our pants supposed to be on this whole time? Uh oh. <laughs> nope. <laughs> All right. Touching. Scoops. We'll see you soon. We'll see you soon. Kitchy, uh, remind people where they can find you on social media. 
Oh, um, Kichiku Vegas. That's K-I-T-S-C-H-Y-K-O-O Vegas. Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat. Boom. Oh, Snapchat. Snapchat. For all the dirty shit. There you go, guys. And Paul, where can we find your, uh, you're putting people under your belly? Uh, you can go to. Uh, <laughs> Virtually anywhere. You can go to www.mybigskintent.com. And uh, <laughs> on there, it's a pay site. But for you guys, if you put in the code, gimme, gimme, gimme that sweet skin tent, <laughs> then I'll, then it's not as expensive. Uh, surprisingly, mybigskintent.com, not taken. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what are you talking about? It, it is now. It, no, I just I just we, told everybody it's we, my site. We've just taken it. <laughs> my big skin tent. It's not Who the fuck wants to go to my big skin tent? Well, I, I'd say about ten thousand people right now. <laughs> my big skin now tent. quite a few. No, it's gross. That's gotta be some sort of fetish. I'm sure it is. Big skin tent. Now I feel like we should look that up. <laughs> I just did. Pull up X. No, 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 the actual act of skin tenting. Oh, pull up X hamster. Let's find the shit out. <laughs> X hamster is all, all the good stuff, but only like 15 seconds of it. My virgin eyes. <laughs> oh, it's not St. Pat's without old Kimbo. <laughs> <laughs> no others like to hem and haw. You have seen what you must not see. I do not like my corned beef sandwich <laughs> without a swift punch to my own jaw. <laughs> oh, Kimbo got run, run over by a steamroller <laughs> walking across a bridge on St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> You may say there's no thing as leprechauns, and that's a fairly accurate thing to say. <laughs> Poor skin torgor occurs with vomiting, diarrhea, or fever. The I'm skin is sorry. very slow to return to normal, or the skin can tent during a check. This can indi- indicate severe Paul dehydration that needs this. quick treatment. Uh, uh, you have reduced uh, skin torgor and are unable to increase your intake of fluids. For that, example, because of vomiting. That's on way kinkier sites oh, than X hamster. God damn it! That's not. No, that's no. not on the old you for it. Oh boy! So oh, that's a very specific search. Skin tinting is not a good thing. If your skin is tinting, you are dying. Want to cover my house with some skin tint? No, I don't want to die. Get some water. We need that EMT. Instead. Oh, yeah, not the INT. No, get the EMT. Yeah, EMT. Yeah, not the IMT. He's an idiot. <laughs> he's, a, he's a jerk. He's a fucking idiot. He won't let the EMT do his work. <laughs> he tells him how to do it. Well, you know what? What you? What your skin? Okay. <laughs>